What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. This is your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And when I was cleaning today, mm-hmm. which is not something I do a lot on the weekdays, yes. I found something. And this is serious. I normally start with bullshit. I was this waiting to laugh. <laughs> no. <this is laughs> now we're laughing. No, I can be serious. Oh, okay. I found something that belonged to somebody that I was involved with. Uh-huh. And normally those are triggering moments because I'm a purger. I get rid of everything, right? Right. Um, and I go in and out of thinking like I'm feeling stuck because mm-hmm. you know how that is when it seems like in your head, especially when you're not, uh, stalking the person and seeing what they're up to, you're right. probably, you're always thinking they're living the better life. They're moved on and, and they got with someone else that's so great. And you're the one lonely, hurt, still trying to figure it all out. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I surprisingly was not triggered. I still tossed the mm-hmm. item cause I felt fine about tossing. It was nothing I needed to send back or anything. That's but good. saying all that to say, anyone who's listening, if you do feel stuck, good night, or if you, mama. good night, mama. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Good night, baby. Good night, good night mama. <laughs> well, that's the first one. Sorry, keep that going. That was the best. No, and that, I, honestly, she said how I was going to end my story. It ended with good night, mama. <laughs> but saying for anybody that felt or like the other person yeah. just got a bigger, better deal than you. I wasn't stuck. I wasn't triggered. I didn't feel away. So that proves that there was growth, even if I yeah. don't feel like it sometimes. So hang in there, sister or brothers, if you're feeling all fucked up because of someone else. Mm. And I'm Brandy. Hey, Brandy. <laughs> That's what's up, Brandy. though, because it's very important to like move on after like, especially when they don't treat you the right way. Listen. You gotta... Next time. Next that shit in the butt. You know, it's not amicable. You know what I'm saying? So not at all. No. I've ha- I've had some amicable breakups where I like return the shit to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's cool. But well, yeah. If if it if it was respectful and it was great, right. I totally would have wrapped it up. But it's like mm, there was too much disrespect. Nah, I'd have so. burnt that shit fucking waiting to exhale, my nigga. <laughs> no, I didn't have that. So quick question, quick question though. Yes. Quick question. So like what if you have photos, like physical photos of someone that you were once with? Mm-hmm. Do you keep those or do you I toss give it all that shit? Um uh, I think I only have like one oh my god they're tigering again they're tigering i don't have very many photos of people like printed out because we're like millennials well i mean you know where we came from we were sticker <laughs> picture where we crew where did we come from Oh, and stuff. And, like, oh stuff like i guess that. i do have purikura and stuff but the thing is like it never i, I don't it doesn't even cross my mind to go look at him i guess so and then i feel but like if you were to Huh? Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, D. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Somebody talk. No, no, you <laughs> I was gonna say if you just would happen to stumble across them, would you make you feel some type of way where you want to get rid of it, or is that like a memory that you would want to cherish? Um, if if it's will? if it's like I said, if it's an amicable history, then I'd probably hold on to it. And when I'm like 85 and my grandkids, I'd be like, yeah, oh. grandma used to pull all of that. Like you know. Right. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay, Brandy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, CJ and I have very different paths, so can't relate. Because two relationships. So it's like, Grandma used to get For around. now. For now. <laughs> right? Because I'm going to rev it up in my 30s. Um, <laughs> vroom, vroom, fellas. No. no. I, I just, I don't know. 
I like to purge. I like to get rid of this shit. I'm like, I have enough. I feel like you carry enough energetically from when you give a piece of yourself to mm -hmm. someone, especially when it was authentic from your end, right? right. Then you're already going to have the memories, the sex flashbacks, all this shit, right? Why do I need a tangible piece of evidence that we were fucking together? The wow. only thing that I kept because I had to think about my son was pictures of me and his dad. Cause mm -hmm. I like to mm -hmm. tell him, look, there was a time I loved, loved your father. Like it was not mm -hmm. always bad. And you know what I mean? So I yeah. love that I kept that stuff and didn't destroy it. Cause I'm like, Oh look, here's when we were pregnant. Here's at the baby shower. Here's that stuff's nice for him. That's, that's right, really right. Good. like the ones related to the kids. I think that's very important. Yeah. But right. all the rest of this shit, fuck them niggas. No, nope. you know, like, cause like when I go to my ex's parents' house, there's like a family photo of him, um, my oldest one and her mom and like the rest of the family on there, you know what I mean? Before the, before CJ time, like yeah. there's photos like that there, but it doesn't bother me because I'm like, you know, she still has to be a part of my kiddos. Like, exactly. You know, or if you're dealing with a, a certain time frame mm -hmm. where I'm like, I'm never going to be mad at like a prom picture and it was the high school sweetheart. Oh stuff. God. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? That's the stuff where it's like, okay, I get that. But when we're in our thirties and forties, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Why is this picture yeah. clear? Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. I guess that, yeah, you know what? I agree. Like there's nothing that I kept from anywhere in my thirties or any, or even late twenties. I think all the pics I have are like teens and super early 20s so right like 25 very, and under you yeah, keep it feels all that very shit. childish and you know like right. very back in the day puppy love kind of stuff so it doesn't bother as a matter of fact like some of them are still like friends because you know high school people college people they don't really stick to you like that I mean obviously some people get married to people like that but like if they didn't stick then or some people try to well, find I get why some people don't like it at all because had this really still been like in the late 90s or earlier mm -hmm. it wasn't shit for somebody to hang on to anything from anyone of any kind of decade because when are you ever going to see them again or find them again true. you know what i mean someone moves someone does it gets married mm -hmm. so you just don't hear from them again right. now it's like you find yourself reminiscing then it's like i wonder what happened to angela Next, Facebook you know. <laughs> right so i'm like nah fuck that shit that's true yeah. okay so like now you think it's more detrimental now that we have social media to hold on to stuff like that? Because you might run into a situation where it's like, it was you. It was always you. Oh, I've, I've always loved you. Type shit. That. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I've run into that. I've had some crazy person who was like, had I known now what I know now? <laughs> Did I? Did I make sense? If I, yeah. if, I if I had known back then, then what, what I, I know, know now. I would have gave more of my time to you. And I just started laughing. I was like, uh, we already tried this and it wasn't going to work. This is why you're still single. And I, you lost whatever you thought you lost in me. That's your bad. Uh, right. I'm good. Have a bright, beautiful day. God bless. Bless up. Like, I don't hate on you or anything like that. But I think it makes it harder for people to move on because that's why I'm a fan of purging and not stalking the, but here's the thing. social media. Cause I'm like, it's already hard enough to move on. Why would you want to like be able to click, click. And then now I can see CJ's getting remarried. Now I can reach out to CJ to get more rejection. But That's crazy. What's even more crazier. The particular person I'm talking to about, we didn't like officially date either, which is why it's even crazier to me. You mean in your head? 
<laughs> oh shit. True, because nowadays yeah. dating is very subjective. I mean, Honey, this was years I ago. That years dating. ago. I identified that word dating. So right, I identify as your girlfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, like, did I say that though? Okay, so I have on several occasions been told that I had I was dating somebody that I didn't think I was dating. Like like my friends or the person in in question was like, but you're my girlfriend. I was like, when did I say I was your girlfriend or my friends are like, but y'all are dating. It's been like forever. I was like, I've never said we were dating. We chilling. There's no emotional shit. I have a very like thick border for emotions to cross over. So it takes me a lot to go there with somebody. So I like, I don't understand. So isn't it like supposed to be like both parties understand that you're dating? I'm just saying, it's supposed like, to supposed to be. And that's why it like, it's weird that you say that, D, because I don't, I didn't think I was dating the dude. Was I? That's a question. I got to ask my friends. But you were dating him just like I told you last week where I'm like, am I? <laughs> dating someone and not realizing i'm dating you did say that last you're literally doing you're doing things (laughs) and then listen every time he hits me every time he asks me to go do something it's like perfect shit i'm like i love doing that that's a great it's like it's stuff that you would not say no to but then i'm also like what the fuck is going on i'm just confused i'm just it's weird because Again, I'm not. I'm not dating right now. I'm not trying to get to know anybody better. I don't want to. I, I just. Oh man, you just disappointed a whole bunch of people listening. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. They don't give half these men. Eighty percent of these men don't care anyway. You tell oh, them no, from man. your inbox. You say, "Hey, I'm not interested." Hey, I'm. Thank you for the compliments. Not right now. Hey, I'm still a bitter bitch that wants to cut all not your dicks a- off. They don't care. care. They're just like, well, I'm different, or I ain't that nigga. You're all that nigga. Let me (laughs) let me tell you how they don't care that I have a ring on my finger. They don't care. Tell the tale, CJ. They They don't don't care. care. Just they just don't. And also, when guys do that to people who are with somebody, it's fucking disrespectful. Disrespectful as fuck. I can't. I can't do it. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now let's let's play devil's advocate. What if the guy doesn't know no the person you're dating, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like some men, even the ones that would be qualified as not shit, mm-hmm. they can sense when you're not being treated right. Okay, but so if they're coming mm-hmm. in on some Captain Save a shit, not calling anybody out, mm-hmm. but I just like the term. If they're coming in on some stuff like, hey, I know he's not treating you right, and I'd like yeah, the truth. That ain't between him, you, and the other dude. That's between That's not you and the. Though. I think it is because you're not you're you're crossing this line where, even if the relationship that you're speaking of is in turmoil, you don't know as the third party if they're going to counseling or if they're trying to work shit out or doing all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I still think that it's like kind of shitty for anyone to be like, oh, but I know your man don't take you nowhere. I know your man don't take you. Now he don't take you nowhere. You know what I'm saying. He got money. He got money. Like all of that. Like I can't. Oh, he plays your cell phone bill on time. Oh my girl. god, he, he ordered money. the large popcorn. He got, he got money. money. All right, question, question. Favorite video. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all so stupid. What if it's like a strapping, dashing young man? 
from I'm, somewhere. I'm and you just got your eye blacked because you overcooked the roast. And he's like, you know what? So, okay, so that, that is also horrible because that dashing young man ain't nothing but a hoe. He just came in at the most vulnerable position that a woman could be in. But what if he saw it? Okay, what if, he but just, if, if you're coming in with fucked up intentions, okay. If you're coming in like, man, I can clearly see this is fucked up. And maybe as much as I would want you on that level, not only are you not ready for that shit because you're still in some shit, but you also need to get out of this. That doesn't work all the time for women that are in abusive relationships Mm -hmm. because a lot of times they don't go until they're ready to go. I have been there. Um, And I've had my guy friends be like, I know, like when you have bloody lips or you got (laughs) Mm -hmm. finger marks around your neck, it's like, girl, we know what's going on. Like this thing a good look but no one no one one time ever came at me like trying to save me out of the marriage on some relationship stuff but it was like man you deserve to be treated better oh so it's the approach it's all in the approach i think it's the well it's the approach and it it's the intentions behind it because if you think about it if you do if as a female or even a male whoever's coming out of the bad relationship who needs the help they're not going to be ready to go into another relationship right after that. So if his intention or her intention is to be like Captain save and then be like, hey, we want to date now because I just saved you. Like, that that's what I mean. Like, you can't expect somebody to like no, reciprocate. That's that's you know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, because I feel like most of the time, I'm not, I think that I'm not, you know, we're not experts, you guys. Just to clear that out but i'm gonna say yeah but from what i've experienced and what i've seen within like my friends and family i feel like people who come in from the outside usually have some other intentions it's very rare even as guy friends like i just talked to well not just talked to a few months ago talked to one of my friends who had a guy friend who was always near like her and her yeah super close (laughs) to them but he left this the state lost a lot of weight came back big-headed and all of a sudden she was like oh you want to hang out and he was like yeah we want to hang out like whose room are we doing it in like i feel like yeah the good guy it's so hard for me to get past that good guy intention thing because most good guy pretending to be good guys are not good guys that's gonna make a lot of people mad listening to this but if you're getting upset that you got friend zoned or you you know what i mean uh, no such thing. well but <laughs> what i'm saying is the friend zone is the female's way of saying i don't want you right that's what they call no, friends that, that's what males made up right right that's what i'm saying so fucking ridiculous so they but, gotta so like, i don't want you but I still think you're a cool person to hang out with. But that's what I mean. The female Which sees is them. anybody. That's anybody. anybody. Exactly. We're so all in each other's friend zones. Right. But that's right. what I mean, though. But the dude who thinks that he got put in the friend zone is upset. That means that you weren't a good guy to begin with because At you all. had ulterior motives. You already motives. had an ulterior motive. Yes. Got you. Got and and that's you what seen, I mean. CJ, I know when I posted that, because if anybody's listening or we're friends on Facebook or something, or the, the post is public, some girls asked me to make it public yeah and these men were losing their fucking mind in my inbox in the comments and I was like, <laughs> oh inbox no too? Such thing. girl inbox because they were coming for your girl and i'm like y'all don't understand i still definitely have that residual bitter bitch energy and i'm ready to like <laughs> verbally bash all you niggas like this is not what you want 
and they were really like coming at my neck like oh it's they couldn't wait to say me too they just couldn't wait like oh same for females same for me females and i'm like i'm never gonna be a person that's gonna say something is 100 percent one way or another mm -hmm. but i do believe in whatever happens more often is going to get more press well so, yeah it's majority right yeah majority rules on this shit and i guarantee you if we took the time to do a poll or whatever state by state major city by major city the majority of women have this experience with y'all. Y'all don't know how to take no. We have oh. to lie and we have boyfriends when we really don't. And that don't even stop. I gotta bring that up. I gotta and bring that, that up. Don't stop. I and, got something to say about that. Even saying that, you know, I, I don't want to fuck with you. It's kind of like, oh, well, you got a man. I don't have to have a man to say no to you. Right. I don't even have to acknowledge your good morning, sexy, beautiful, newbie, and got the I don't have to do shit. That's exactly what I mean. Like the guys who like swoop in to try to save somebody, I feel like they feel like you're entitled to them at that point. They do. They at, say after, that. after the swoop, right, right. right. Yeah, and sense. I just, I'm not about that life. And then here so. I am thinking I'm being, because I like to be transparent and real mm -hmm. in my moments, because I'm, I'm doing better with discernment on what to share, what not. Right. So I feel like across the board, I don't mind being like, hey, I'm too hurt still to deal with a lot of y'all. Mm -hmm. That is not your cue to be like, well, I can change all that because that, that, that is though, right? Yeah, but no. that's what they come with. <laughs> and then they come, but it's always like you said, it's always them nice dudes that yeah. do that. You know the ones that leave me the fuck alone, the ones that look like the ones that really ain't shit. Like y'all know the stereotype <laughs> of how they look. That's all I so say. Those ones will be like, I, I understand. Thank you, beautiful. And they'll spell beautiful like two O's or something. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> But that's it. But them them thugs leave me the fuck alone. It's these student time motherfuckers that be like, oh well, and I'm like, Lee, no, stop. Just stop. I think it's amazing that they keep pressing. Those are the niggas that say yes to your nose no matter what. Those are the guys no you gotta watch what. out for that are harassers who are molesters. Girl, are, like I'm say just saying. That. It's harassment. It's literally harassment. And then when you're not saying what they want to say, how they want to say it, then they start attacking you. And then it's, well, this is why you're single. No, I'm single because <laughs> I choose to be. I could have any one of you thirsty ass niggas in my inbox, but I don't want y'all. I am problem. single yeah. by choice and you don't like that choice. Yeah, that's and even Question. We got some good questions for this today. I know, D, Dang, D, where you been? My cousin, as well as a colleague of mine, uh -huh. brought to my attention that there are some dudes out there that if you deny a phone number, oh, we'll they pull get a gun crazy. on you. They get a crazy. Gun. I was like, what the fuck? Women like, are getting shot. They're... at gunpoint. Yes. Holding women at gunpoint because yes. they don't want to give up a number. For Has that happened number. to you guys or is where you felt threatened? Um, I had a guy follow me around the club one day when I was, you know, in my back in the day age. And it Damn. was to the point where I had to get security to walk me to my car because I was not staying. I was like, fuck no. And that's the thing, right? Like, <clears throat> how how do you approach women in this guise that you're this cool, nice gentleman, and then when you get denied, you go you pull like, a fucking gun out. Pull a fucking gun. You what follow the fuck them around. Oh, being respectful with denying, and I'm not saying that if they're disrespectful, still pull a gun. 
I'm just saying when you're still being respectful and hey, no, I'm not interested and I have not had a gun pulled on me, but I have been grabbed. I've been like oh, yeah. kind of cornered before and it's been like, holy shit, is this happening? And it wasn't like a corner where they're rushing at you like that. It is so subtle and quick mm -hmm. and don't have any liquor in you on top of that because then you're really trying to be mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? That's why I hang out with a mix of people when I go out mm -hmm. because I like to have maybe like six guys and four of my homegirls. I like having more guys than girls there. Um, and not because I enjoy a sausage fest, <laughs> but because it just makes me feel more protected because my guy friends don't play about me in that way. So they'll roll in front of me to keep somebody else out of my face. Or oh, yeah. they'll play the role of a boyfriend real quick to be oh, like, yeah, nah, I've had that happen with one of my gay guy friends. And, and, they, and they shouldn't even have to do all that. Yep, we absolutely made out, like fake made out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you took it there. No, oh, yeah. We oh, oh. sure did. But here's here's the thing, like it doesn't even matter if where you're at, right? Because uh, I don't know if D was there for this one at the at the truck stop where we used to work at. Um, one of the cooks from the other side used to harass the girls, and he finally made his way to me, and he like he was basically like oh come over to my apartment i'll play you a guitar song blah blah, blah. who the fuck was you talking was about like one of the older guys on the other side single whatever but it was just gross and i was like dude no he was like well you know you want to hear this you want to blah 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 it just kept going well, you so know you want your ass whooped come off your mouth bitch girl i was like you know what and i was like i'm not i'm not the one you got the right bitch this time because i'm not the one <laughs> And we at work, and I'm a manager. Who the fuck do you think you're fucking with? You an employee coming to your boss? First of all, I know you think females are lesser than, and that's why you had the audacity to come to your boss and talk to her like that. So I took it up a higher, you know, bubbled it up to the next level. Love that fucking word. <laughs> bubbled it up. And yeah, I, I was like, so really once, <laughs> once I came forward, five more girls came forward. And told on him because he's been doing it since he got hired. Y'all are stupid. They <laughs> <laughs> making fucking. I'm having this serious conversation, y'all. If you're not watching, if you're listening, D and Brandy out here making bubbling sound like I don't know signs, gestures, gestures. Y'all are that stupid. is bubble. That we were in here. Where is my tea? And what that's bubble my... interpretive dance. That was cute. Not your tea. <laughs> But, but no, like, so, like, I don't want, I, I think guys need to realize that they can, when they do that shit, no matter where it's at, at the job, at the bar, at the library, at the cafe, that shit is fucking creepy. I just read a story on um, one of the Reddit things, and this guy was like, am I the asshole? At, and at the end, he edited, he was like, I finally realized I wasn't, this was an asshole move. So the whole premises of the story is that he lives in this apartment. And there's this girl he like called Katie or whatever. He was like, that's not her real name. Anyway, so him, he lives here for two years, six years. He's known the lady for two years, kind of, but she do he doesn't know her name. So they're just like, hello, you know, passerby kind of situation. Same floor, same apartment. Well, one day he was like, well, <clears throat> I'm not making enough money because I lost one of my jobs. I wonder if like Katie would like just prepare food for me and I can just pay her for it. She was like, well, she already That's an odd request. But he okay. was like, well, it's creepy. He was like, well, it smells so good. And we've discussed that before. And she's already making food. So if I gave her five or 10 bucks. So the first time he was like, hey, if I like mm -hmm. gave you $5, would you like 
cook make me a plate too when you make dinner and she was like uh i'm too busy for that that's her polite way of saying no thank you no so he went home thought about it the next time he saw her he was like what about 10 bucks and she's like no like i'm not cooking for a stranger he was like i'm not a stranger though we've we've seen each other like you don't know her name you're strangers if you don't hang out with each other you're strangers like this guy had this twisted like entitlement to this lady's cooking just because he saw her every day which is like creepy it's like it's like one of the guys first off if i was her i'd have been like i'm gonna need 25 and then we just have we can start a conversation about it well i'm gonna feed your ass three times a motherfucking day here's the thing creepy moment number one why are you trying to buy something i'm not selling that's creepy as fuck creepy number two you're a stranger and as a female if that dude lived in my apartment and he was like telling me my food smelled good and he knew when i was making dinner i thought i would feel like he's keeping tabs on me you know what i'm I saying would say that. yeah it's so creepy because when Fuck you're a shit. woman and you're by yourself you're automatically feeling like at a disadvantage right um as far as like safety so it's like damn i'm not trying to be raped and murdered in my own building Old girl is probably peeking out her fucking window before she walks out of the apartment now to make sure he's not in the fucking hallway you know what i'm saying maybe and it's th- a good thing that i was born male because i'd have just been hoeing myself out cooking all kinds <laughs> of shit well so it's very true what you i know you're i know you're trying to be funny but what you said is super true because guys don't think about looking around their car when they get into their car or looking around whatever you know what i'm saying they i've seen men i've seen men just be like walking around where i stay and i'm just especially if i'm driving home late at night coming Mm -hmm. back from the lounge and I'm just like, what the fuck are you just out walking around with your hoodie on or looking at they your phone? Because that's something that you can't do. Not thinking about you can't do comfortably because you never know I what the repercussions are. I get shook going to the gas station, a well-lit gas station. In DC. Yes, even at night. Yeah, 10 o'clock. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. not something most men have to think about. They if don't. It's yeah. too, if it's too quiet, like you said, it's too quiet of a gas station, too quiet of a grocery store in the middle of the night. I won't. I won't. Yeah. I won't stop. Because we're consistently thinking about our safety and like several tears of that yes. shit. So that's like just even, something they don't think about. Even when I used to work at my last job and I had night, sh- like, you know, later shifts when I come home at like 10 30, 11 o'clock, I make sure to keep my headlights on so I could see around the corner of my house to make sure nobody's like standing around yeah. there or behind my car when I get out. Like, you know how many people get attacked when they get out of their car at yeah. night? Like, it's, co- it's so crazy. And once so they get out of my car after I come off of work from the lounge, uh, and I'll, like, I'll park, and I'm normally home about 1.30 or 2 or whatever, and I sit in my car for a minute first. Like, I sit there for a Oh, yeah. And I, I turn on my lights, I turn off everything, and then I decide what I'm going to get out. And I literally, and it probably looks crazy if there's cameras, I sprint to that door. Because there's oh, two doors I have to get into, but I do not take my time. I don't do, you know, I'm not thinking, oh, well, it's snow and ice on the ground, so nobody's really, no, nah, fuck that, oh, you never know. That. I, I've seen New Jack City. They yeah, kill people in snow. <laughs> We've seen it several times. Ooh. Oh, it's so crazy. I mean, it's true, though. We just have a different uh, mentality for safety i guess the easiest way especially because I, I feel like a lot of our listeners are actually poc because of the community we keep but um it's comparable to how we feel about when getting stopped by the cops it's just a natural reaction that we have 
or having people watch you in the store and it's like bitch i came here to pay yep. for something now i don't want to yeah. buy shit yeah oh shit i don't I, I will never forget the one time in okay because they didn't think i spoke japanese i was a cyan the one in happy town and i was like, this lady, yeah the lady at the jewelry section was like following me around i stopped turned around and asked her in japanese if there was something on my fucking face and she was like oh go in the side she was like sorry and then like took off i was like yeah the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, crazy. but it happens so often yeah. like what happens we get immune to it and like we just it's everyday life for us like you know what i mean it's yeah. crazy crazy anyway um oh sorry no you're good great question no, you were doing you uh, that, that was amazing um should we start should we start with another another we should i'm gonna get my water and we're gonna start answering with <laughs> motherfuckers. oh yeah fan oh. fan question fan pick. We, gotta, so, we gotta hit um that person's sex the, shit up the oh the, the girl you knew is that what you're talking about? Okay, I'll read the question. You How about remind that? me of. Uh, <clears throat> oh no! Calm down, Usher. Uh oh. Yeah, it's Usher. Oh. I recommend y'all watch that part where Brandy just disappeared behind the chair. <laughs> um. So every month, if you if you guys are new to our uh, podcast, every month starting this month. The first episode of the month, we're going to do fan pick topics. For Yay! Most of the fan pick, Yeah, um, crazy. We just posted that info yesterday, and we have over twenty questions from people who are listening yeah. to us and watching yeah. us. Super so we're gonna go with this first one. I'm just gonna read it. Um, she's gonna stay anonymous. But so the first thing was, how about sex in a relationship? How important is it? What is a deal breaker as far as frequency or infrequency? How do you explain the need without sounding like a crackhead? For I, I forgot she wrote a whole ass paragraph. She sure did. She sure did. Um, y'all want to take this? Before? Can you can you read the first line for she wrote a <laughs> So many questions all at once. Let's, let's tackle the first one first. And okay, seconds. so how important is sex in a relationship? Um, I think it's not of the utmost importance, but I think it, especially when you're, I'd say, under the age of maybe like 55, mm -hmm. just from my observation, I can say maybe it does hold some sort of, you know, standard mm -hmm. within a relationship. It definitely would be important, but I don't think it's everything. I'd say... I guess it's subjective. Also, would it be, it, would it be like in your top ten or your top three? I'd say top me now. That's how I am now. I'd say maybe top now. Okay, top three maybe. Maybe top yeah. top five. Top five. Okay, that's a nice top little five. median. Like, yeah. I guess. What about you, Brandy? It's definitely two. Yeah. If like, if there's if there's ten, because I was like, there's ten. <laughs> <laughs> At a top five of what's super important relationship, it's number two. Yeah, two. I, uh, yeah, I would say it's no, like, okay. Okay. I would say it's up there. It's like, but then again, like you said, it's subjective. You got to look at people's, you know, love languages, how they feel important, yeah. how they feel connected. And if she's in a situation where it's like, I feel connected and loved, and you know, my love tank is full when you're fucking ramming me, I need the sex <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like bu buying me stuff is nice or doing something else is nice, but that's important to know what your partner needs because you could be doing everything else right and be like, why can't I make you happy? Because you're not fucking cracking me like a lobster. That's oh, no, I'm not like a lobster, right. bitch. So I want you to stuff me like a Thanksgiving so turkey. Like not a like a turkey. Oh, okay. Beat it like a drum. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm with Brandy. I think it would be the top two or three for me, too. Like, important. Okay. Day. Um, I am a Scorpio through and through, and that's all we think about half the day, so. But I'll say, to be fair, <laughs> I know it's important to connect on a deeper level in case something happens. Like for sure. That. But since we're just talking about fucking, yeah, it's important, and it sounds important to this person. I think, I think it's because she's in a relationship. So I guess it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be talking from the single perspective. This would be like if you're mm, a couple already married, yeah. yeah, already together with someone. Have something established. Yeah. Um, so and I know her, they're pretty serious, like to the point they're talking marriage and moving and all that stuff. So they're like, they're really serious, but it's like, I don't know how you'd be talking about I don't know the detail details, but I don't know how we're even talking on that level if I'm not getting the sex that I want when I want it. <laughs> I just sound so bad. Wow. I know, but I want it. I, mean, I want it now. I understand oh, it. Yeah. But it's so, it's so <laughs> crazy because... I told you this was going to happen, guys. <laughs> the light went out. <laughs> the light went out. D, I, can move. I can't see you, D. Just there, right. there we go. Perfect. That's actually perfect. Um, I think, I think it's important to like recognize that partners have different libidos, though. And that makes it so hard for some people because like if your if your friend, if she has high libido and he has really low, they have to meet somewhere in the middle. Like both of them. He has to give in a little bit more and she has to give up a little bit. Oh, this is a she and she. Oh, well, either way, like, well then her and her wife to be's gotta adjust. So like if so which even with that, I'm like, and this is my ignorance speaking. So please, if you are lesbian or whatever you want to be fucking called, check me in the comments. But I'm like, what you're using is either battery operated or nope. it's not getting soft. So nope. I'm like that's not how they do it. What are you well there's different ways to yes. do it. There's not one way they're having sex. I know, but things. what I'm saying so, is a lot of lesbian couples don't just use toys they actually rub on each other that's why it's still sex for them which like, is cool right I so i think that's what like, it is you're doing stuff but it's not to i'd be thinking it's not to the energetic level of what men and women have to do girl you need to go watch some lesbian porn you are lost i not my thing <laughs> not my thing not my thing no it's it. good for study it's good for knowledge it is agreeing. Yo, speaking of good for study, yes. Porn, oh my god. What? <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? What did you watch? I stumbled across some crazy shit. This shit it? blew my fucking star. What is stars. it? Tell us. It's fucking. So it's trans. Trans. Mm -hmm. Oh, like you back. Trans. <laughs> um. Trans. What the fuck made it come on? Another story. Trans female to male. Yo. Uh -huh. I said, what the fuck is going on here? Because I thought it was regular. Uh -huh. But then when I, it wasn't regular at all. So Just the title turns out didn't sound regular. It was, it was two, it was a trans male, right? Trans male to female? No. Trans female to male. Female to male. Trans okay. female to male. And so then she it, added something down there. No. 
there was no post. Okay, so she just cut like everything was, off. Yeah. Gotcha. But it was. I don't it was know still, it's right. still her pissy. Yes. You yes, can say exactly. it. This is the triangle. Exactly. We ain't we ain't censored exactly. shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. as you as, but as but. you censored the word fuck in a post up. What is that? Right. Oh, I don't know what happened there. It's my um like my autocorrect because I use it a lot. That's probably what it is. But catch this shit though. Yes. So trans female to male. Mm-hmm. This gentleman was in um relations with a female who was using a strap. Mm-hmm. On the male's vagina. That shit blew my stars. That seems like that is work. And I've seen some male on male porn. I'm like, you niggas is working. So maybe I feel like we don't do as much work. Maybe that's a maybe very we scary. need to step our fucking game up. I, I don't mean... know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like we do that much work, but I ain't been with a woman. I don't know how much energy it takes. I think it takes just as much energy. Like, I really do. Like, from conversations. I think it depends on the woman. I I mean, I think, yeah, I think it depends on the person, just like it would be any heterosexual couple. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, if her her wife-to-be or fiancé or whatever, if she's, if her libido is lower than your friends, then they still have to, like, because the whole point of it is the toys, it's like, for us, even though we're straight, like the toys don't do shit if you don't have a partner here and there. Like it's it's just a cold feeling. You don't get like all the warm body feelings afterwards inside. Does that make sense? Like if you don't have a body, <laughs> these things. <laughs> you don't have a body to go with it in your relationship. Ooh, that face. Like toys can only give you so much satisfaction. Is it physical? Oh, okay. Yes, but you don't get the mental stuff. I don't like your word choice. It kind of gave me the creeps a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, that word choice. Warm <laughs> body feelings on the inside. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, no. As a matter of fact, I don't. I don't. He's like, I'm don't you look this way for a second and look back and act like you didn't just say you fucking about She's like the, the I heard that shit. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you don't get like the physical and mental connection that you do with the person. Like, I have toys, but I don't want to use that. Like, that's not fun all the time when I got a man. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying. And I think your friend is coming from the same place. Like, don't nothing beat the heat. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, she she can just don't nothing beat the heat. Oh my god! All right, I can't take y'all. (laughs) <laughs> but like i'm sure your friend has plenty of toys but i don't think that's what she wants to use to like satisfy well clearly which is why she's reaching out yeah. so what sucks is it's like all right like, when it when it's not something that already comes at the beginning of a relationship as a non-negotiable so to speak right so and you've already been rocking with somebody for a minute mm-hmm. so then it, that's always a delicate situation because some people can easily take it as okay, have you been, like, faking a funk this whole time? Like, there's always been a problem. People get very defensive when you come at them about something you ain't been happy about for a minute. No well, matter how No, I disagree. I think if you're mature and you're adult and you love the other person as much as you think you do, then when the conversation is on the table, you can discuss it. I really do. I I'm really going to rock with you on the respect and maybe maturity, loving, I should, I'm going to go with Tina Turner on that. What's love got to do with it at that uh-huh. point? People can love you. Think about, think about the type of shit people have done and they've been in love or said they love the but other what person. I'm saying is, 
what I'm saying is like if you're being respectful of the other person and you you can't even hear them out then there's no point in even t- discussing the sex part part about it you can hear I'm somebody saying. out on something and still be in your feelings I've been both oh yeah I'm not saying don't be in your feelings but what I'm so, saying is y'all should be able to work it out. But because here's the thing, like, for example, I don't know if you went through this, Brandy, because you had a child too. After you have a baby, shit slows down sometimes. It's no. not, not be everybody, but for us, it did. Like, because we weren't sleeping and we were not getting like any kind of rest. We both worked 40 hours. Or- yeah, I will say, to be fair, I you having your baby when you did and me having yes. my baby when I did too. And see, and awesome. that's another thing. You were in your early twenties. I yeah? was twenty one. So I was, I still was like, 30, <laughs> holy crap, thirty-three. That makes sense. And then, a we, huge and then we didn't have you guys have extra kids, uh-huh. you got businesses. We were kids essentially. Right. So, you know what I mean? so so when I look back at my twenties, oh definitely rabbits. You know what I'm saying? But then you get to a different age and you're looking at your life and trying to get your energy back to, back to where it used to be is not the same thing. Like, it's, it's a lot harder. And that is something to consider, um, which I think is different with each person. I don't want to completely, like, say it's an age game because there's some people. No, it's not. I think it has to. It's, I think it can be a mixture. Person. I think it's but a I mixture. Felt like, like um, even though... I don't, I think me and my ex could say we have a list of what the other person probably didn't do right, mm-hmm. but I'll give him props in that category because he used to pick at me and say like, oh yeah, I just have a high sex drive. I'm like, no, I know. Um, and I'm like, well, shit, maybe I do. Cause I'd be like ready. And I remember one time him telling me, you know, we can just lay here. Right. And I'm like, why? Yeah. So you probably <laughs> have really high but, libido, but he, it, he never made it like an issue in the sense of where I felt like I'm not getting enough sex. Like, mm-hmm. You know, he handled business. But that was him compromising, though. Exactly. So I don't know how she's going to bring it to her where, one, you got to make sure, like, the stars and moon are aligned to where you're bringing it to the right person at the right time, and they can receive what you're saying because you're saying it in love, too. Mm -hmm. But then there's also, like, a plan of action after it because the way she expressed it to me, the way she expressed it to me when we were talking privately outside of her saying we could talk about it on here, I know she's like at her wits end. So mm-hmm. part of me was kind of like, that's your fault. Cause when you let some shit go on for so long, cause I've been that girl too. I've let shit go on for a year, next year. And then by the mm-hmm. time you bring it to the person, you're not trying to hear them say, well, I'll, I'll work on it. You're not trying to give them time to process what they heard. Okay. You're just like, fix that shit now. She too much, she too much. Yes. So is this individual being denied? Not denied. That's not the same thing. Denied or, is like, if you go in and they say no. Because from so, what I understand, it's infrequency. And, so and it's, it's so infrequent where it's like, from what I understood, from what she told me, correct me in my inbox if I'm wrong, girl, like, what, four times a year? Ooh, that's rough. That's considered Five. a sexless marriage, Ooh, but, but also, yeah, I've heard of married couples that are like, oh, we have not sex. We had sex like twice this year. And I'm like, how the fuck are y'all doing It happens. Huh? My All baby. Right, so is this is my thing. This is my thing. If you... If you're in a relationship with somebody, right, and you don't just, all right, say if you're laying side by side and you're just not giving it up, mm-hmm. if your partner was to just kind of come in kind of aggressive, would you be opposed to that? Because no, I don't think called, I would be. That's called I'd be like, oh, you're crazy. No, that's no, called I need you to describe not rape, not rape, not Yeah, because the aggressive can be. I need you to describe aggressive. Where you say stop, and of course they would stop, but if they come in kind of like, ah, come here, and then you're just like, okay, and you, 
But if they start with the I, I'm not into it. You know what I mean. Not <laughs> what he's I, saying like, is being playful coming at yeah, you. Playful coming at you. you. And they just kind of just go in aggressively in a playful manner. But they're still open to the fact that if you're not receptive I mean, to their approach, cool. that you would be them, willing to, you know, stop it. That's them being understanding of the other person. But I think it's really important for... It's kind of like what Brandy says a lot, knowing the other person's love language. Sex not might not be their love language. It mm. might be hugging. It might be holding hands. Right. It might be having and, and then some together. people are really sensitive about their nose. I was not a person like nose. that. Nose? Oh. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> not their nose. I misunderstood nose. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck? I've grown, I'm I've grown into a person that's very sensitive <laughs> about my, my nose and nose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wrong nose. what the Wrong fuck nose. is going on with the nose? I'm sorry. So if I've already denied <laughs> you in a way and you're still coming at me, we might end up fighting, not physically, but this might be a verbal spat because now I feel disrespected. But you're still coming at right. me. Right. Like, well, I told you of no. Course. Of course. So that's my thing is if it's, if it seems very dry to me, this circumstance, this specific circumstance seems very dry to where it's not necessarily they're denying your approach, but it seems like nothing's just happening. Well, so maybe it takes, it, you know, it might take the other person to maybe be a little bit more aggressive and say, hey, what's going on? And kind of just make it be more playful. Sometimes, but... That would make the other person more receptive to your, you know, you coming on to them. Because maybe they might not even, like you said, the love language thing, maybe they don't understand that you're trying to come it on It might to be, them. and Maybe also, they don't understand that that's what you want. Their dynamic, I, I mean, because I don't know their dynamics, like, outside of sex, you know what I mean? Is it good? Like, are they mm -hmm. having a good time? Are they good every day? Because if they're not, then it, it has nothing to do with sex at that point. They, yeah, I think what it is, 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 yeah. That's a good point. From yeah. what I understand, like, they seemed, clearly you gotta be some type of good for it to be the level of, you're talking about moving in marriage and all the rest of that, right? That's not so true. All, well, here's what I'm saying for their situation. Mm -hmm. I know that's not true across the board. Right. Master CJ. But I'm saying for their situation, I can understand her girl being like, I am more than happy mm -hmm. with how things are. And her being like, yeah, I'm happy with certain amount of percent of how things are too, but it would be the almost 100% if this area was taken care of as well. If you were complete mm -hmm. trash and shit, I wouldn't have to fuck with you like that on the rest of this stuff. And I think that's where she's probably at in the sense of you're not worth throwing the whole person away because we're clicking everything and everything else, else is matching right. on Oh, here. that's called settling. But, okay. That makes me sad. I'm sorry. I don't, like, I don't that, want I mean, anybody to settle. Listen, I'm not, I don't sugarcoat when people ask me questions. That's my number one personality trait. I don't know if you know this. But, <laughs> but that's, okay, called, so that's called settling. Because if you feel like that is a major deal breaker to yourself, like not having enough sex in the relationship, that's your deal breaker? What I'm that's your deal breaker. It grows to be your deal breaker. Because here's the thing, to me, and this isn't me clowning on you, girl, because if you're still hanging in and listening to us, I'm not dogging you out. But no. I'm just saying, if you don't know yourself enough in the season you are in in life, mm -hmm. when you start to put yourself out there and want to be dating right, know yourself well enough to know your non-negotiables up front because learning them bitches along the way in a relationship can potentially cause more drama. It doesn't mean it can't happen that way because we're all going to grow and change and all that shit. But I know myself well enough to know I know my rule breaker. So someone can't come at me like, oh, I don't eat pussy. Bye-bye. 
Someone can't come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, and I'm I not, understand. and I'm not going to pretend that I'm okay with some shit I'm not okay with because everything else is looking good. Then it's 100. like, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll teach them to suck the clip. Maybe I'll teach them to do this. No, uh-huh. you said you don't do this. I need that. Um, that's it. And I don't be think like they started- twenty years old with that teaching bull. <laughs> I don't think they started <laughs> off like that. So you start clicking and bonding and building off other but here's, shit. Here's the thing, though. And then you're like, oh, this isn't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you guys have ever read or if I sent you the title of this book called The Third Circle Theory. Most people stay in this first circle in life where they are not self-aware. Like majority of the people alive are not self-aware of most of the things that they do. And it's sad, but it takes like rock bottom shit for them to realize that maybe they should not be doing this or maybe they should change the way they like act around certain people. Like it takes a lot for them to realize those are the things that needs to happen. How old is she? Is she in our age group or around y'all? She is around your age group, okay. if not probably older than you. I okay. don't know how old the other person is. I want to say like same age or maybe like a little younger than her, but we're talking about grown people. So then she she should know for herself what's okay and what's not okay. Um, I will say this. The fact that she's asking strangers to give her input. I'm not a stranger, first of all. Well, yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is for her to say, I want to hear... Press, 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 press. I'm done. Y'all are stupid. I can't with y'all. Off task. All the time. So, I'm surprised that wasn't one of the questions. Why are you guys always off task? And by Man, you guys, listen. I mean Brandy and D. But... <laughs> we can go on. But what I'm saying is, if she if she doesn't realize by now, you said they were t- they've been together for like six years? I, ooh, shit, I don't know if it's been six years. As far as the official official, I think it's been like a year and a half, two years. I don't know if they've known each other for a long okay. time. Anything over a year and a half, two years, I think is enough time to realize if they hit like eight out of 10 points that you need in your life. I really do. Especially if you're talking about like wanting to live together and shit like that. Because I'm sure by now they've stayed at each other's places if they're not living together already. Right? So that gives you ample time and ample like, I guess, like association with the other person to figure out your pros and cons. So what you might want to do, I don't know, this is just a suggestion. Pros and cons list. I know that sounds real cliche, but it's a real thing. Like maybe write it down and see. I know your your first con is gonna be infrequent sex, that sucks. But if your pros really do weigh out all the cons that you feel about this relationship, then maybe it is worth having this conversation with her. You know what well, I mean? What if that con is like a hundred points? What if the con weighs heavy? Well, then that means that she's either gonna have to settle or she has to or aggressively attack her like defect. Well, here's the thing: like, if not she's not necessarily aggressively attacked, but it's let it be known that this is right, what you like. Because and if, at the same time, that might I get what you're something. saying. It's kind of like setting the scene a bit. Yeah, because so if I, you don't, if like you don't that. know what you want, and you can't talk to your partner about it, like you're not doing yourself any favors. You know what I mean? And if it is a deal breaker, then you're in the wrong relationship. I'm telling you, you don't want to settle, people. People settling is the worst thing, I think. You're these are the people like I told you on another episode, these a lot of Asian women now in Japan are divorcing their husbands in their sixties and seventies because they settled. 
and they realized that because of the way the socioeconomic situation was there back then you know what i mean so people are starting to live their full lives in their 60s and 70s ain't nothing wrong with that but do you want my best life yeah but do you want to be in your 30s and 40s like settling and if and the thing is if she goes to her partner and says hey this is not cool like if let's say for example your friend needs like sex every day so seven times a week right yeah (laughs) and her partner's like i'm cool with once a month if they can't come to an agreement of like three to four times a week like three times a week they're probably not gonna make it i'm just who the fuck wants to go less than um, when you I'm, have I'm sorry. I guess it, it's subjective. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm not saying I haven't heard it before. I'm just not going to really just go hard on like, oh, when you have children or when you have this and that. I understand. But I think that. when I think about it, people <laughs> let me put it this way: what they really want to do. It can be harder or easier, but it can be done like but see but you're still coming from a perspective that you need sex that more often but what i'm saying is normal sex for a couple is whatever is normal to them not to just one person it can't be it has to be for both people which is true i just so so normal normal like when you have kids and stuff yeah so whatever's normal to that couple is not going to be normal for another couple you can't compare frequencies of sex from one to another because if you start doing that like there's there's no line that you can go on or graph that you can look at and say this is normal for couples i mean of course there's studies done so like in their 20s and 30s it's a lot more frequent as you age it does start to taper off but at the same time there's so many pills now that it the movement has gone up in their late years too you know yeah d D no pun intended no No pun intended the only reason i interrupted and said something because i'm like even with kids or people that have like eight kids and they're still banging it out there are people that have one kid and they're not eight kids and i don't know how she does it like it's crazy but like, they're still very much having blah, sex. They get blah, it in however blah, they can. Blah, but like you said, blah, everyone's sex life is going to be different for them. Blah, but I'm like, it's girl, blah, you, you know it's that serious to that. Blah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's, and she's if, clearly not ready to break up with her. So we're coming from the standpoint of you want a solution because you want this to work. Right. So. If you want, if you want your relationship to work, you need to bring it to the table. And here's the thing. Never talk about sex during sex talk about it when it's not happening that's when it, when you're yeah. just having coffee or just whatever like don't don't ask for more or less of sex during the date because that makes it really weird and awkward like positively you know what Definitely. you are so right my uh <laughs> and ex of mine was so manipulative where he suggested that i Mm-hmm. bring up issues that i'm having so uh-huh. we could talk about it during sex to which i'm that's like oh so weird that's so, the weirdest shit weird. i've heard all hindsight. year hindsight <laughs> not only so weird but manipulative as fuck because i'm not in the right mindset this ain't <laughs> the time or place to be talking about it and depending on how you're feeling or they're feeling you're either saying yes to no or anything because you're in your own zone. Nothing's yeah, going to get you're in your own. That, like, you're not weird taking shit seriously. So I'm like, that was hindsight. That was weird as fuck. You think your that was like was a kink? I oh, think he had like a lot of weird kinks and quirks that all kind of fed into. <laughs> That's basically. exactly what kinks are. Weirdness. For well, like the <laughs> weird shit where it's like, 
I think it all was like an ego thing. I think a lot of stuff that he wanted to either hear or do during sex was like, mm-hmm. make me feel better about myself. Like, ego, ego, it wasn't I mean, like a physically make me feel good. Like a Halle Berry, uh, made me feel good. This was like, I need my head blown up, literally. Not so. Oh, you was on some Tina Marie shit. We do not own any of these songs. These two be foolishly singing every episode. No, foolishly. We'll keep singing biatch. <laughs> but no, so like to answer her la- very last question about how to bring it up without being a crackhead about it. Uh, <laughs> I like the way she said that. I don't think your partner is going to think that. I really think that if you if you are trying to make something work. You're right back. And if you tell her that you want to, like, you know, have a relationship going past all of this, I'm almost certain that she's going to at least hear you out and then give her side of the story, too. Like, you never know if she's going through her own shit, and that's why she, like, hasn't wanted to do a a lot. You know what I mean? Because sometimes that happens, too. And then the other partner just didn't want to say anything because they didn't want the other person to feel bad about it. It could be her internal thing. Some people get really insecure about like sex sometimes, and it's it's normal like feelings, I guess. And so well, you, know, you just gotta be open minded if you're gonna bring it up to your partner, and, and just, just be like super honest because yeah. I don't feel like you can ever go wrong by putting all your cards on the table. Any problem I've had with somebody or any conflict, or if I wanted them to stay, go, change, or whatever, I've always decided I'm going to throw myself completely out there, mm-hmm. bear it on the cross. So I can never feel like, man, I didn't say what I really wanted to say. I didn't ask yeah, for what I really wanted to say. I stopped doing that too. When you really do throw it out there 110% and just sit back and see what they do with it, you got to accept what they do or don't do with it as this is where they're at. Mm-hmm. And it may not just be a match in this season or at all. So Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like if she, if you really think this is a very important part of your relationship element and you're not willing to give up the frequency, like you're not okay with three times a week or you're not okay with, I don't know, 10 times a month. If that's not your thing, then maybe you have to reconsider. Like, cause you, at the end of the day, you also have to do something that makes you happy too. You know what I mean? And whether that involves your other partner or not, I mean, I hate to say it, it's sometimes, like you said, it's walk away situation. It happens, like can't be helped. I don't know. So we we hope we you know we hope we help some child. Or at least <laughs> if we didn't help at all, we entertain you to meet you. <laughs> I I think yeah, the biggest thing is to be honest with your partner. Amen. And and just lay it all out there on the table, like Brandy said. And I think that'll be worth it. And if it's if it doesn't pan out and they get all defensive, like just remember that you need to catch them when they do that because it is it is a very sensitive subject and maybe they didn't know that it was like such a trigger for you to begin with you know if they're okay without it then they might have thought that you were okay without it and then if you've been playing like you've been okay without it that's on you too because that might actually upset them too because they were like we just went like a year without doing all that that's why i was saying at the beginning Mm -hmm. that's when people get triggered and upset because Uh it doesn't have anything to do with them like maturity or anything it's kind of like damn i thought we were good and then that does mess with you a bit you're like what's been going on because i thought we had an understanding and that i think that i think the biggest thing is trying not to argue about it and actually have a conversation about it like because it is such a sensitive subject you know what i mean Sorry, D's phone just <laughs> fell. <laughs> I just saw everything flying around. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, okay. Wow. Let's go to the next question real quick. Because that, that was a really good one, too. Thank you for the question, uh, Anonymous. Let's see. Um, let's start at the top. <laughs> that phone dropped all over. <laughs> this next one kind of is crazy. Um, this is funny. This might be short. Should someone say something if someone is consistently wearing inappropriate clothes to church? <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing? So, because I've been clocked for that before. But let I didn't me, you know what? Let me just say, oh, Jesus God. and Kurt Cobain say, come as you are. Listen, and I'm not about that fucking life. Um, I do not as get you shit. Are. Listen. First of all, if you are at church, you shouldn't be fucking judging people to begin with. Exactly. So if you like, out here really judging though. people for what they wearing, then you probably need to pray a little harder. Just oh, wait the a minute. There, there is a difference between judging from what somebody has on uh-huh. and then being realistic about where we're at. Because what I do is I consider the source. There are some people that truly, honestly, like, I ain't going to say her name, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. Our homegirl who is just, you know, she she's still very street-minded. It's like, oh, you don't know the definition of this, or you don't know what this is. Oh, means. I know who that is. Because you know what I mean? So if that ever happened with someone like that, I couldn't, I would not ever even come at your neck. Cause it's like, you know what? You don't know no better. And if, and if you were opening to know better, because the way <laughs> shut out D, shut up. She don't, she don't know no better. Because the way I look at church, I look at church like a job interview. And I'd be like, certain jobs you go to, like a, a business corporation, whatever, you know what the fuck to wear. I do not have to grow up in church to know what to wear or not to wear at church. Now, if I just came off the streets and it was a desperate Jesus moment, all right. But am I going to purposely go to church? No one I got on six inch strip of heels, the tightest shit ever. Whatever. No. So I'm there cool is a fucking line. We're not going to act like there is not certain stuff you should or shouldn't wear certain places. Like, here's, here's like my... does that mean somebody should be judged? No. And if they are on your ministry, because that's another ball game. This person should have been more Pacific Ocean with it. No. Is this person in ministry? More bohemian. More bohemian with it. Because if you're in ministry work, I always say I may not agree with some stuff that goes down to church, but I always respect the government of how some churches are ran. So if you are in ministry, there is a certain lifestyle they're expecting you to live or way they're expecting you to dress. And if you're not fitting that code for those people, you can't get mad just like you can't get mad if it's a job outside of church. So as long as you don't come at the person disrespectful, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with being like, hey. so- what about and, I, and then another fucked up thing. I know they're talking about somebody female because nobody ever gets on yeah. these men about what they have on. That's my, that's what. See. So here's here's my thing. That's here's the saying. reason the reason why I said I don't care what anybody wears to church. Here's the thing: if they know what they're wearing, whether it's a low cut shirt or high cut dress or six inch stripper heels, they're wearing it because they want to be seen, right? And they're getting the attention that they want. It's It might be the wrong kind of attention, depending on who you are. But they know what they're doing, you know, unless you, like you said, it's a desperate situation. But I'm just like, it, I don't think it, it matters. I really don't. Say it one more time, CJ, though. I just don't They're doing it, it for the intention of who? And if, at the same time, if the church is sanctified as the fuck they say it is, like, these motherfuckers it... that's giving the attention are the fucking problem, not the person I mean... wearing the shit. Because if it's a problem in the church, it's a problem outside. So, okay, somebody came in the church and they, you might end up cheating on your wife because this female came up here and looking some type of way in the church. 
You was gonna do that shit at the gas station. I was just gonna say, you was gonna you do that shit at the gas station. And no. also, also, if that person is dressed dressed that way, and you judging, like, why aren't you walking over then asking them if they're okay, if they have money to buy other clothing? Is that why they're wearing that? Do you, were you a prostitute? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Coming from because the question mainly is like. How do you approach or when do you approach it? Because I think you just whoever talk to has- them like a human being. The fact that they don't know how to approach another person is because they're already mentally shut down by judging them. That's the problem. I will not, I will not agree with that because there are some times where I'm like, I don't know how to approach you because I know what it's like to be approached about my church clothes. And I know for a fact, at least in my mind, I, I dress the part. Maybe it's the cosplaying costume in me, but I dress the part. But I do also know how people feel about somebody who's agreeably attractive. You're going to find me attractive no matter what I have on. So if I have on something and it's really ladylike, but I look too pretty, you're going to feel a way about that. Okay, so you're but here, let me put it this way then. But I, that doesn't mean, and I've, and I've had it, I've seen it on other people where I'm like, oh, so-and-so looks really good. It wasn't what they had on was inappropriate. I'm like, oh, they just look really good. So here's, I just, I can't get with it. I'm, I'm going to have to agree to disagree. It's just like that Dallas anchor here who happens to be voluptuous and curvy had on a sweater dress and all these hate mail came in like she's too sexy to be reading the weather or reading the news and stuff. That's her fucking body. The way she like wear something has nothing to do with what she chose like she put it on her body it's like when you said remember when we were talking about school uniforms or school like uh dress codes and you were like this dress is the same on that girl and that girl but on me because i have a little booty they consider it too short and then Mm -hmm. i'm in trouble for it it's the same shit to me and i'm just like i'm over the fact that people be judging people just based on the outside it's and another thing like even in business, right? So my brother's a CEO. When he goes to business meetings, people don't know he's a CEO until they, they, he gets introduced because he goes to work in a hoodie and jeans, skinny jeans and a hoodie. Like he looks like he's a camera guy. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, and it's so amazing to me that people really still judge people based on what they're wearing. And I'm, I'm pretty much done with it. And that might be where I'm coming from. And that's why it's so different for me. I could care less if you had a mini skirt on at church. Like, are you here like wholeheartedly because you need Jesus in your life? Cool. You can sit at the pew. I don't give a fuck. Like, I would rather have that person in the fucking pews than somebody else who's like, oh, look at her. Why is she wearing that? She should Then somebody who's super fake and wearing completely covered. I don't, I don't care that your fucking, fucking church hat is matching your outfit, America. girl. You, your heart ain't right. It ain't. Fake as fuck. Not, I'm not, I feel like as long as you come to the people in a nice way, privately, in a nice way. Right. If you ha- if you have to have that like conversation, wrong with it. But if you if you're pausing to go back to what you said earlier, that doesn't mean prejudgment. Because I've paused plenty of times to be like, let me make sure I'm approaching you right on this. Because yeah. I don't know how you're going to take it, and I don't want to offend you. So that's me actually thinking about how the other person would potentially feel. I don't want to offend you because at the at the end of the day, nobody wants to be told what to fucking do or not wear or what's appropriate and not appropriate. Don't nobody want to have that conversation with somebody. Even at the job, you don't want to have to have a conversation oh, with somebody. Oh, girl, that hygiene so conversation I have all the time. So the, yes, the hygiene, is, hygiene conversation. What I want to ask is what is and what is not appropriate because the difference between the job and the church is when it comes to work, we know exactly what is and what is not appropriate for work because Only it's within the handbook. Only and it's in within the handbook. Centers. 
You see what I'm saying? Like at where I work right now, it's at oh, least you're saying in my like if you're right an employee now, and you're getting paid. If you're an employee, that, you that's know what you can and cannot wear to work. That's, that's the exact Let difference. Let me know what the hell I can and cannot wear to church. If it's no, such no, a no, problem, no, 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 that's, that's the exact, my thing. That's so the like, exact if it's difference. Be held to the same esteem, then it must definitely need to be. It needs to be documented somewhere. I'm all about documentation. There, no, let it be documented so that way we won't run into why would there be we won't have to have for church? any kind of uncomfortable conversation why would you want I can, and you know what you know what's crazy about it i can kind of understand why there would be a dress code for church i, I, I totally that is not a hard sell for me and i didn't even grow I up in church get it. i understand why there's a dress code at church it's a place of respect and all of that i get it i totally get it but Put it. Here's the I difference. Want to put it on paper. Put if you're paper. working, you're getting paid to do what you're told to do at church. You're not. There you go. True. True. It, That's true. Man. But at the same time, if there has to be <laughs> a standard, kind of like if I go to, say for instance, if I'm in martial arts, I know I can't just show up any old kind of way. I have to wear this gi the way that they tell me to wear it. And yeah, I understand you, that. You're on, You're going. Martial arts is different because there's rules. There's no rules in church. And if there is, that's well, not a very good I'm like, what church? <laughs> depending on what the church rules, like, they have the rules. What depending rules? On the, rules you know what I mean? There's rules well, in certain religions. It's guidelines. And I understand. Dress code is not one of them in any religion, except for Buddhists. Listen, if we're speaking with churches, you know these churches have their own rules and regulations. But those are unwritten people. rules that people who go there as they, a community have came up with. So when you exactly, like that, and they're saying you get with this, exactly you why I don't go to church. They're because saying you they're, get with this all judgment. Some of these places, and it's not no. You have your own reasons for not going to church, which is cool. But every church is not judgmental. Every church ain't on bullshit. I'm not saying every church, but here's the thing, though: when people say this is why I don't go to church, it's like I feel like there's always other reasons somebody has. But I'm like, there's no way. But well, no, that's part of the reason. Because why is it that you, in the book that you're reading, in the book that you're following, it tells you to come as you are. But everybody makes such a big deal out of the the outside of somebody the way they look the way they're because doing. it's a it social makes, club it makes, at the end yeah, of the day exactly. when it's so all why would i want to go to a they social do club that in in out of church though they right. do it in and out of church which is right. the problem you judge, with, so, you judge by how you looked in and out of church so again you can't blame the whole thing on church. You have not but, been so to the So here's the thing. So here's the thing, though. If you are working towards being more godly and more Jesus-like, then to me, that would be the one place, even if you have to fake it or pretend to not judge, that would be the one place you would not do that. Outside of church, I, I would be like, okay, well, look at that girl. Okay, that's cool. But that one place that's sacred and that should be from the heart, and like between you and God, not between you and the nigga next to you, should be the one place. But unfortunately, that. that's not the world that we but live in. But that's what I'm saying. Churches, churches are that they've always. But that's been. what it's I mean. Always been who has I the biggest hat, who has this, people, and who has that. So put it on paper so that way we know how to come. Because I'm not even, coming there no, with my outfit. You can't even put it on paper because. You know There's shit written on paper outside of church that has stuff to do with everything else, and people still follow it, don't follow it, because we really don't give a fuck. Case in point, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell, I ain't gonna say which job it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
there's, there's a job I work, and this shit is written on paper on how I'm supposed to dress. Now. <laughs> and a nigga be, and it's strictly say no hats. A bitch be in here every day with the hat. It's strictly say no t-shirts. A bitch be in there every day with the t-shirt. It's what people are going to do with the okay. one. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's but so true. it doesn't. I I can understand it being easier if it's written down. But then I'm also not going to act like people want to do what they fucking want to do. So here's My, the thing. Not necessarily easier because it's written down, but if it's written down, there is a policy and someone has to uphold that policy. So it comes time to have that conversation. I'm laying down the law based on this document. So here's my question. Do you agree to when you enter this fucking building? I know. If there's ever a church so extreme where they do, because I know we're just talking all over the place right now. I've never experienced this. But if there's ever a church so extreme where they don't let you stay or they kick you out because of what you got on, you need to get the fuck out. That's, that's, what, I'm that's, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. So now, again, now I will say I've been to many different churches, north, south, east, west, or whatever. Again, I did not grow up church, so I'm not a holy roller. None of that. My parents didn't grow up with it like that. So right. I'm not stupid from that standpoint for whoever's listening. But I am the type of person where I'm like, I'm not going to say all restaurants because I had a bad experience here. All men because the I last year, all churches because blah blah blah. I get why other people give up. I get why other people throw them all in the same category. That's their business. But so here's know, the thing, from though. My experience: there are churches out there that don't do that. There are people out there that don't do that. But the the question was specifically what they're dressed in. It, it has nothing to do with anything else. I get where you're saying, but as far as clothes are concerned, I don't understand why you need a policy or have to dress a, a certain way for church. Like literally one of the biggest things you see on Christmas cards, greeting cards that are like Christianized is come as you are. Like what, what else do you need? And if you have a policy, like Brandy said, if you have a dress code for church, that's, I guess that's okay, but I wouldn't want to go to church there. The fuck do you have a dress code for? I see the come as you are, what I've seen lately, and I don't know if you guys seen this too. Um, and I say lately as in like maybe like the last decade or so paying attention. Oh, no, I was going to say like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how that goes when you say lately, but for really like 98, I've seen people say come as you are, but don't stay as you are. As in, if I come here and I have a porn addiction, I'm not staying with that. If I come here and I have this, I'm not staying. Yeah, but what does clothes have to do Whatever. with that? I think it's more of a distraction thing, but then I also think it is, and I don't want to like, sound like I'm bashing all churches because again I'm not but I'm like I think it's a distraction thing which I can understand and because again I'll be looking at some like but then I also feel like it's pinpointed to women because I don't feel like men get the same shit now but granted men kind of wear the same stuff all the time is it so a they distraction to men or women is it but because- I'm like I feel like it's a women thing. My point is women men. are dis- well, so men are distracted because they see skin, and the women are distracted because their men see the women with the skin showing. It's just like what they do with school policies, and I'm not with it. I'm not with the dress code because when I was a kid, which was a little longer ago than these kids, not a little longer, <laughs> but when I was in school, they didn't have that stupid rule that your tank top had to be three inches wide. I could wear Baby, this Baby, I was going to say what you got on right now. Well, what I got on is what I wore to school. I could wear chains on my belt. I could do whatever. But the minute they started calling it a distraction for the boys. The fuck? Tell them to keep their fucking penises in their pants. Same thing at church. It's a distraction to the men. Tell your fucking husband to keep your eyes on the pew. Like, I don't understand. 
Keep your eyes in that word. I'm going to play devil's advocate even with that because when I see, and I mean this with all respect, ladies, don't come at me in these comments. <laughs> when I see a bad bitch. They're going to be stabbing you in the DMs. Right. When I see a bad bitch, whether you got on all your clothes or not, I'm looking. Like, have you seen Megan the Stallion? I'm looking, and she's always half-dressed, and guess what? I'm looking. If you come in church like that, you could tell me, your nigga, whoever, look at the pew, do better all day long, but at the end of the day, and I know you can respect this because you are a, um, you're a genius when it comes to a, uh, having all this information. Oh, no, no. Spiritually. No. Spiritually. No pressure, CJ. Scientifically. So if you're going off the neurons and all this, and scientifically, you're attracted to certain things for a reason. You see them big old titties, you're going to look. I'm not saying that you have to act on what you're looking, but treating anybody as if they have to be blind or whatever, or you shouldn't be turned on by looking no, at No, I'm not saying that's don't look. I'm just, game. I'm saying don't like touch them. Don't fucking go after them. That's, no, that's yeah, self-control. That's, you know what I'm saying? Listen, that's self-control. Guys, but look, look, guys look, even if you're with them, guys look. It's just a thing. They look. They're they, going to look, but you're, but you're going to look that you more. don't know. That you're going to look. look more than there's It's black. just that after a certain point, you realize they ain't going nowhere. You just go, go ahead and look then. Like, you don't, you don't expect them to be blind. We're never expecting that. I'm looking but at Rob next to me. <laughs> no, you're going to look. Well, here's the thing. Because in the beginning of the relationship, when you are not certain where this is going, I used to get upset. Rob can tell you I was crazy. Look at him nodding quietly. What? Yeah. I'm still a little crazy if you look too hard. I'm still a little crazy. But what I'm saying is, like, you can look. People look. Women look. You ain't, you ain't going to tell And then push pinning and write what you're saying. Women look, people look, they're going to look. Okay, so if we're, if we're, because I can think about this objectively, I can see both sides of this. If I am in church mm -hmm. and I know people are going to look regardless, and I realize, okay, every time brother so and so come in here and he got the tightest shirt and his nipples hard through the shirt, it's <laughs> a distraction. Or every time sister so and so come in here, the ass sitting right, the titties is up, even the women are looking. It's a distraction. Okay, and now, and now let's say they want to start serving, they want to start getting this. We want them in here, but I think some churches, at least the ones I've been to that have been decent about it and not fucked up, they very much handle it almost like in a corporate America way. That's like, yeah, come as you are. We're not going to stay as we are. We're not going to change the core of you and turn into some fake bullshit or judge you, but we're going to be like, hey, you can still wear a skirt and a shirt. It would be nice if it wasn't buttoned down to your navel. It'd be nice if all this wasn't sheer. That would be nice. You can do what you want with that information, but I would probably come at somebody like that, like, hey. Well, yeah, but here, like, and, and there's no difference too. in that in in that fucking show they have, uh, where they're basically what? telling motherfuckers what not to wear. Says who, right? So says who? Because they're wearing the thing, what though. they want to wear, but you got two people telling you, ah, that's not a good look. But because they're not in church, you can do that, and no one's gonna raise hell. But you're not that, allowed to do that, that in church. Show, though, you gotta realize is that they also take that person. Most of the people who ended up on that show had some kind of other situation going on where they stopped caring about their looks, and it was about boosting their internal energy, and it wasn't always about making them look nicer. What was appropriate and what was appropriate. Right. It was just about, you know. That was uplifting about. their energy. Like really, I've seen some of those episodes where they yeah. seem depressed and in a rut, but then I've seen the girls or the guys that are like, I just really like this look. And they're like, it's Yeah, dead. they should have been left alone. Yeah. I agree. 
they want to do what they want to do. So I'm like, okay, right. they're really hard. Here, here's the thing. And that, that show probably only worked because it was in the early 2000s, late 90s. It Girl, I'm now. telling you, I thought about that two weeks ago. Like, yeah. this shit is now. And, and I think that it's important that sometimes, like, some of the <laughs> older oh, stuff, this you can't, shit. This shit you can't take <laughs> certain things out of their, that era <laughs> because it would not you know what I'm saying? You just can't. You can't some stuff didn't. When you think about it, some stuff did not age well, you and it wasn't even that. Can you imagine starting like shows like Friends in this era? Like, oh, Friends. honey, it wouldn't have made it past Never. Never. <laughs> Fat Monica. Were, oh, absolutely were, not. No, no. But what no, I'm no, saying is, with man hands. You oh my God, Seinfeld. I have man hands. Me too. Me too. But here's the thing. So. The other thing I wanted to say about the church clothes, if you're wearing what they, I say they because I don't agree, but what they're saying is inappropriate, you got to realize that the person, unless they're in a rut, like Brandy said, and they're coming off the streets, rushing in, maybe they, they want to turn their life around. So that's all they have to wear is like clothes that are that inappropriate. Are. That I'm leaving the, these people out. Okay. Other than that, the people who are wearing those things know what they're doing. They're doing it from a psychological standpoint because they're insecure and they need the attention and that's not limited and i'm not again i'm not bashing nobody i'm not staying all but i have seen some first ladies uh-huh. and some outfits yes. and i've been like bitch did your husband let you go out like that as archaic as that sounds i'm like so your husband said this is cool and you looked in the mirror and said this is cool and you guys representing the head of a church said this see? is good fucking see, that would probably be a church for me <laughs> so I'm like, oh, girl lies because when we've been sharing pictures of, of this shit in the inbox, we've been like, no me some stuff because here's I don't know I just I when I when it, the last church I started going to was a church who was cool with everybody wearing whatever the fuck they wanted to do, and I really appreciated it. I wore jeans, I wore sneakers, I didn't dress, I didn't wear a dress, I didn't do skirts, I didn't do pantalones, I didn't do none of that. It was just jeans and a like plaid. That's the church I'm at right now. And we can have coffee and food yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, I and, never and that's what I mean. I I pre- and I'm not that's what I, I need to clarify. Like I realize, like Brandy said, I realize that there are plenty of churches that are like that. I appreciated it because I've been to a church like that. But what I'm saying is if you got if you got churches that that are so hell bent on making sure that people are in line to and adhere to certain things, like I don't know. That's not my thing. It's really not. And then you have to make sure, like you were saying, you, you got to know you and what's okay for you mm-hmm. and what's right or wrong for you. Like, I think we didn't talk about it because we weren't talking at that time. But I remember when I first started going to church, I was going to now and they were having something for Halloween and was like, All right, we, we know you're going to dress in costume. And I was like, duh. Um, and one of the ones that I'm really close with, and she's older than me, she had asked me like what I planned on wearing. She was like, I just wanted to check in because I wanted to make sure it wasn't too sexy. Mm-hmm. I initially was about to take offense to it because I just don't like being told what not to wear and what to wear, even at job, church, wherever, mm-hmm. right? When I took myself out my feelings, I said, you know what? I get it. Catwoman, not appropriate for church in this in children's church in that sense. I right. get it. I'll come as, you know, Ariel. I'll come as something else. And even when I had Ariel, I modified it for where the fuck I was going Oh, yeah, going I remember that. At. You put another so shirt or something underneath it. I picked it. a different shirt. I did. You modify it. So I'm still wearing what I want to wear. I'm modifying it for the setting so it can be an appropriate 
but where I'm at with these kids, because they don't need to see my titties and shit all that. I'm sensitive about kids and what they're exposed to mm-hmm. at different ages and stuff too, at least from what's in front of me, what I can right. help. So mm-hmm. I got where they were coming from with that. I was approach respectful about it. So I should have just started with that 45 minutes ago to answer whoever's question. <laughs> approach is important. Approach was all about it. Now, if someone takes offense to it, that's just them. Again, I, I was in my feelings for five minutes. Like, I should be able to wear what I want. And people should just not be attracted to me. I'm cute. My body's banging. I get it. Okay. I can still wear what I want. To a certain extent, let me down, down. Okay, so this is a great segue into. I'm I'm moving around to kind of connect the questions that we got from our. Oh wait, wait, wait! I did want to say this too. What What I didn't like, Mm -hmm. and we'll get into this at a Uh different. Didn't like was being told that between Ariel and a gypsy, I couldn't be the gypsy because because of the spiritual content. Well, yeah. But. Come on now. Well, here's the thing. If you are a gypsy, it's already offensive that you have a costume. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> Look at Brandy. <laughs> because, they're called Romani they're, people. They're, yes, Romani, Romani people. people. And that's okay. kind of like a slang term for them. And so although they had even a reality show back in the day about it. my They well, did. And it was cute. The gypsy wedding thing. But, gypsy wedding. but like I worked at a place where they took the t-shirts off the shelves because a person of that I guess culture or whatever got offended and we had to remove all the teas out of our stores like is there a a way to do something and I'm only saying this now from a standpoint of like characters and costumes that Mm -hmm. I like is there is there a way especially as a person of color Mm -hmm. because some of us you know what is there a way to properly honor somebody else's I think, uh, I think if you're portraying a character, so like for instance, like on Hunchback, what's, mm-hmm. what's, what's her name? Esmeralda. Mm-hmm. Esmeralda. So if you were impersonating Esmeralda, and I think since she's a character, I don't right. understand. That would, what I totally understand the that. Issue too. would be with that because she's a character, Esmeralda. <laughs> you know, some and as people long as about Gypsy it. face and you weren't putting you know like even when people are cosplaying pocahontas there's there's uproars here and there well about but you're always you know, let's say this like you're never gonna have a hundred percent um positive feedback no matter what you do what you do like yeah. you gotta <laughs> d keeps going out his light but it's the easiest example that i could give is cinco de mayo a whole bunch of white people wearing sombreros i mean you know what i mean like, that's offensive to a lot of people. And you know what I, I thought about recently too. I was like, I wonder if people that d- truly do celebrate the Day of the Dead, sugar schools and shit ever, because it's become so, very trendy. It's become so very. So here's trendy. the thing. So I have a shit ton of sugar schools, and my mom thought that I only had them because of it being schools, but she didn't realize that I had already studied the the reason I have them is because it's very similar to Okinawan culture. Obon, they, yeah. Yeah, they do the Obon thing and I thought that was fascinating. And then on top of that I like schools and our cultures kind of mixed and they were like this very similar, not mixed, like very similar. And I kind of appreciated that. So like for my birthday last week I got two more like because people know that I collect them. You know what I mean? So I think there's a difference between appreciation and appropriation. We, of all people, know that. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that if you are doing it with an intent that you are doing a character, it's like, I don't know if you guys saw the, um, the post I did of 
um, some girl doing so, like four girls doing Migos and uh, it was great. It was I saw that. that was great. Yeah, it was, was really it was four cute. white girls dressed as Cardi B and Migos, but nobody had blackface. They were just dressed as those characters. You know, it was what I mean? great. They did a they really good job. They were dressed in the outfit that those guys and she would wear, and I thought it was awesome. But and that was my caption. I was like, this is the correct way to do your favorite black celebrities or whoever sports people whatever because you don't have to change the color of your skin to do that and or I that teacher that did cam newton at a press conference and oh, had on yeah. like that <laughs> i don't want all that bullshit yeah, so <laughs> it's i think it's along the lines of i i cringe a lot when i see during halloween people in geisha outfits it makes me cringe i'm not gonna lie i think it's ridiculous like i think it's ugh. oh my god what is that sound? is that deep <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a car outside. Of the oh, okay. Garage. I thought <laughs> that was like, him. I was like, sound like a roar from a monster. I don't know what that was. But no, oh my you know God. What I mean? And then, like, the black sheep gets him. And then, and I'm sure there are other Okinawan, Asian, Japanese people who are not offended by the geisha costume and who are like, oh, it's just a costume. I'm sure there's people. Like, I think it's a 50 50 situation. You know what I mean? I'm just more offended because they're like, they don't understand that geisha was not exactly something that you would be proud to be back in the day. Now it's a whole another cultural thing, but also nobody studies all of that to be a geisha person for Halloween. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so to be fair, you have the right to be angry about a lot because you read all the fucking time, so you're, you know, offended by everything. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not offended by everything. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just think that people are insensitive to other people um understanding of like cultures and differences and cultures and i think empathy is like missing from a lot of places so like your gypsy costume i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing like as long as you don't like do a stereotypical like accent or you know what i mean like it's yeah, just it was like that i was like yeah. i just want to wear all these scarves and shit <laughs> but that's what i mean it's it's just it's it's just something that I think that it's the same thing to... when those brides get married in India. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, they're beautiful. And I they just oh my god, I just watched one of the old wedding shows that they did like a wedding swap and this white couple did an Indian wedding. Oh my god. It was so hard to watch. <laughs> like Why? what happened? Well, because they were having a traditional Indian wedding, but they were Caucasian. And, oh, um, yeah. Whole, okay, both right. Okay. So culturally, and then like I think the either the, one of the husband or the wife to be's mom, one of them were like really upset because they had Buddha statues and stuff like that that had nothing to do with the other, like just mixed in because they were like, "Ooh, Asia, let's put all this stuff in there." And, and they put Buddha statues. Not saying Asia, and then just threw anything in there. They did though. That's what you know. What? That's that's when you're like, I hope somebody can approach you. Like that's what I just mean. Let you know that that's like ignorant. You probably didn't. You didn't do it to hurt anybody, but but we gotta, you gotta know. You we gotta, gotta check. It's that's an Indian wedding. Let's put a Tory. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm shit. okay with having a conversation as long as the other person is like open to like like having that conversation. Even yeah, if you don't and agree. as long as you're like you're nice and like not attacking even going back no. to the whole thing what you have on don't attack the person like why are you dressed no. like a hoe you should know better or whatever right. like whoa yeah 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 that's that's what i mean like even, even or even I, like watching words because it's one thing to be like oh nothing too sexy i think the words trigger me i was like too sexy why would you say too sexy with me well, and it's I, like, don't, oh. I don't see but here's the thing like had they said nothing that shows too much skin you would have had the same reaction no i wouldn't because one you, you don't know so? 
Dude, I know so. No? Sexy triggered me. Really? If you had said too much skin, I would have been like, okay, I understand that for some reason, being that through text was just like, damn, I'm just, I'm that nigga here. I'm like, I didn't think so. I feel like it's the but same thing. I know <laughs> why. It's so, what um, But we all know how, here's how I know it's not the same thing. Case in point, even in my, um, uh, on my timeline popping when Beyonce had that brown skin girls video uh-huh. call or whatever mm-hmm. MTO is messy because the way they're a vlog site that's messy of course the way they advertised it was like um no white girls right. what was asked for was you know uh yeah. women of color blah 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 there's a difference even though we can put them almost in the same spot basically it's like by default it means no white girls because I said lighter skin or darker skin brown girl which is really weird because they cast white all the girls time. you're going to be triggered you know what i mean like no white girls what brown skin girls i would like brown skin girls that's okay. why but anyway D that's all that is is clickbait i forgot what that was <laughs> it was because i got so triggered by this new shit that i saw <laughs> with beyonce i was like what the fuck Nobody said nobody white. No, but was it's welcome. it's usually like that though. You that know what shit I mean? pissed me the fuck off. Oh, no, for instance, if I'm casting for the role of fucking George Washington, <laughs> and Denzel Washington comes wanting to play the fucking role, I'm gonna deny him this fucking. You character. let Denzel play. What are you talking? <laughs> no, but like real shit though. Like get the fuck out of here. If the song is called Brown Skin Girls, yeah, and you're a white girl, and you want to come audition. So be it. Come audition. Yeah, but you're audition, not audition your ass off. Yeah, you might not make it because that's not what this casting call is for. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? People want to really bring up other races. Race, but it's like at the same <laughs> yeah. time when somebody gets a casting call, they're looking for for a specific look for a specific yeah. role. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you look like. I don't give a fuck what civil rights act got passed in whatever the fuck year. <laughs> the shit they're looking for, what the fuck they're looking for, because that's what the fuck they want. But if you notice, there's always it, the problem comes from when we're doing that, because I have noticed exactly. that as a exactly. consistent when pattern. Us doing when it, undeniably black people, when the darkies of the darkest, when we are looking oh. out for ourselves and we're wanting to build ourselves up, that's when it's a problem. That's when people are like. Why does everything have to be about race? You weren't saying that shit when they were redlining. You weren't saying that shit when they were doing shit that benefits you. So now that we're trying to do our own thing, which almost will probably never be to the level that your ancestors made sure y'all was set up centuries ago. We're trying to do legit positive building stuff for us in our community. Just for positive reflection of Y'all ain't gonna do it. And then then it's a problem. Then you don't want to talk about race. Then you don't want to do this. Then we all need to stick together. I'm not trying to hear that shit every time we're trying to stick together. Don't bring that equality shit to me when we're trying to stick together. Although... Especially when they're old, black people need to pick themselves up by their coattails and carry on and do their own thing. That's great, but at the same time, at the same time, when that's when the attempt goes for that to be done, then all of a sudden there's so much inequality and reverse racism bullshit. Nobody wants to hear that shit when it's time to. Not, I don't want to say turn the tables. I'm not saying treat people how other people have treated us in the past. That's not what we're saying. But when it comes time to put ourselves forward and try to actually push toward greatness. You got people trying to pull us down because I don't know. Is, is it fear? Is that what it is? Yes. I don't understand. I it really is. don't get it. It is fear. Everything is based on fear. 
because they are fear mongered consistently. They're fear mongered because in social media or the media in general, you watch movies, everybody who's black is casted as a thug, a prostitute, some kind of like low level like citizen is what black people and brown people are casted as. So But yes. as soon as Ariel gets casted, it's well, a that's problem. what I mean. That was that's a like crazy thing. shit, like a mermaid. Can you look? I mean, here, let me, let me, but, but when you're when you're switching something that they feel like is not only near and dear to them, but this goes to also a beauty standard. So you're taking this perfect, beautiful white girl, and you're making her something that my daughter can't look at herself and feel like she is. Right. So, so now how my daughter, and I'm just like, but wait a minute, four years. I just guys can't talk over each other so much. That's oh my god, I mean. the audio is gonna be terrible. Oh no 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 no! Oh, We've all been doing it the whole time. Don't go do ahead, it. Go ahead, Brandy. Go ahead, Brandy. Go ahead, Brandy. No, go you ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you saying did. it's the no. From what you were saying yeah. is the how fucking dare you response. Like, oh, say it again. Oh, say yeah. it again. Say it again, Brandy. Say it again. Say it again, Brandy. Okay, hold on. Let me get my camera set back up. I had say to it again. But it's it's because but how scared. dare you? Oh, <laughs> I had to clap. Like exactly. How, like how fucking dare your black ass? I see how, how dare I feel better. How, how dare I feel good about myself? You how even, dare, how dare you even that? feel that you Listen. can even be in the same arena as me to even compete part. with me? How fucking dare your black ass think that you can even look me in the equally in the eye the and think that we can compete? Listen, I'll let me put it this you. way. Y'all remember when when Black Panther came out and all the black kids were excited and we were going to go and cosplay and paint our faces with little white dots just like all the soldiers. We totally did. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you know how many theaters they shut down because too many black people showed up? Yeah. I heard about it. Yeah, it happened. Happened in Texas too. Y'all got to realize that they are really scared of us. And, and what you're really scared of is the unity. And then I think it's not even so much a fear of the stereotype of what we are in the media because y'all created that too for a reason. Mm -hmm. But it's like you, I feel like a lot of y'all know how fucked up it is. A lot of y'all know you're riding the racist oh, yeah. coattails of your ancestors mm -hmm. and you are afraid of the same shit happening to you inherently. Absolutely. I feel that way. So they're like, man, we really can't ever let it get really well, evil or we can't ever let it... Really, Remember when we dare really. not be treated like that? They can't even take for a second when they get a taste of how we're treated. They can't deal well, with it. They did it. They bombed it. Remember before Times Square was Times Square? Oh yeah, they, we there was about a whole that. mass black community. Our black Wall Street, just Wall Street, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when Black Wall Street was coming up and they bombed the shit out of it like i mean that was on our own lands and the only reason why it wasn't a big deal was because they made sure that it wasn't on the news like that yeah and it was before the term domestic terrorism came out right right and i feel like when you're a person and you're you're not of color don't we're not blaming you for this because we get there were a lot of other moving pieces before you but realize you benefit from this shit don't try to downplay what we're going through because it's very relevant. A lot of people it try is. to act like we can all drink from the same fucking water fountain now that it's all good. And it's not. You know what? You know what's funny today? I was at my mom's and I wanted to know my blood type. So I was like asking my mom to go find like my baby childhood paperwork from the hospital and shit, right? And she pulled out my dad's military service like shot records. And I was just looking through it just to be looking through it. And I took a picture of it because under race, it said Negro. 
And I was like, that's my dad. We still My mom's birth certificate says Negro. Right. And so our parents still have the word Negro on their paperwork. And D, your mom is way younger than what my dad would be right now. You know what I'm saying? My mom is only 16 years older than me. And her birth certificate says Negro. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So what yeah. what I'm trying to get at is like all these people who are like, oh, y'all always talking about race. Oh, y'all need to get over it. Nobody tells Holocaust survivors to get over it. Why would they? We, we the only ones they tell to get over it. I'm like, like, the closer you are to this pure white image, the more they're not going to tell you to get over this shit. They so don't want to deal with that shit because really dealing with it means taking you down off this pedestal and off this privilege and mm-hmm. you don't want to give that shit up. That's the reality of it. You don't want to give it up. I would much rather have some of them say, you're right, I don't, <laughs> rather than act like it doesn't exist. You're too sensitive. Well, Let's not even talk about it. You're too sensitive. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I just, oh, my God. There's so many questions. Where do we even go from here? What's the good thing is we have so many. This can literally kind of help us out every, you know, every first few weeks. And I, if you're listening or watching, please send us more. Like, we love listening. Like, checking out your questions and discussing them whole ass stories we'll take it on we took on like that one for like half an hour we don't mind it's a lot of fun so send more in please and do, do you want to go to another one real quick yeah let's do one more, one more. Like, one i think one we don't want time for one more okay um i don't know do we want to do something completely different you know which one i want to do <laughs> which, which one is that do do? what is it is it 16 or is it no no it's not 16 <laughs> No, it's not 16. It's not 16. Oh, okay. It's the, 16. it's the robot one. The robot one. Which oh, wait, is... the robot one. And then there's another one that said, like, how do you know you're not dreaming right now? Or something? I was going to do oh, that. You want to do that? That's scary. I always thought that. How do, you know, how do you know you're not dreaming right now? He has said this know. since high school. Like, he's always yeah. said, what if you, like, just woke, woke up, up when you and your whole life was a dream? And you're five years old. That's I... bullshit. I have had that same thought. And let me tell you why. My thing is, I don't understand when there's a continuation to a dream that I had the night before or the before night. Like, I don't understand. Like, how did my brain pick up where I left off and continue mm. forward? Like, what does this mean? Are we like fucking Matrix? Are we in a fucking branch with a whole bunch of weird liquid slime? Oh my God, blood? and we're just laying like, there? just laying there, you know? Are we really tasting all this shit? Like, is that why when you think it, it happens in real life? When mm, you don't say it like that. When you did a hand, that just made me feel like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I'm just like saying, that. like, I've come across so many times where I, when I really focus and really want to manifest something, like, it it's happened or do you guys ever i mean it's probably not everybody do you guys ever get a feeling that something might it might be something tiny as like one time i was making macaroni and cheese and i opened the box a weird way i was like man i'm not gonna fix that but i would hate for like a piece of cardboard to fall in and then you dump the macaroni and cheese and the last piece is a piece of cardboard cardboard falling into the water and then you have to like spoon it out or like man like I need to go do this and this so this doesn't happen, and then you don't do it so that thing that you didn't so want to happen happens, and it has nothing to do. It doesn't feel like you have control over it, like the piece of cardboard from the mac and cheese, or you know what I'm saying, or like just being at the party, going, you know, I don't feel like we should be here. Like something's about to go down. Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. go. That one where the guy started stabbing everybody when I went to a party with Chris and uh, Fred. 
in San Antonio. You started stabbing people? So I was at this party. Was it a P crew party? No. Oh no, not the P crew party. <laughs> I think it was a P crew party. Oh my I'm gosh. sure it was. You guys, uh, when I was really young and stupid in San Antonio, we literally had a crew called the Party Crew, and we called it the P Crew Party, like part, Party Crew Party. That's what it PCP. Party Crew was. Party. Yeah. So anyway, so we were at this party. I literally, like, I love parties. Love parties when I was in my twenties. And I was like, we got there. It was like 10, 15 minutes in, and I was like, turned to my friend Chris, and I was like, I don't think I want to be here. And I think it was like Fred's friends too. And he was like, well, I'm staying. I was like, that's cool. Me and Chris are heading back to the apartment and like, just chill there, right? We get to the apartment and 10 minutes later, there's a knock on the door. We're like, who the fuck is it? It's fucking Fred. And he's like, dude, somebody just started stabbing people at the party. And he like ran. Yeah. And I was like, see, this is why I listen to my other self. Just follow your heart. You better follow your fucking <laughs> Disclaimer, we did not own any rights to any of these songs. Uh, <laughs> but Look at And which is why I've also had dreams where I felt like I've been there before, which I'm sure there's some, there's a lot of psychological studies done on this where it's like supposedly your brain trying to to process information but repetitive dreams or oh god they're dancing again you guys i love that song (laughs) but like you know what i mean like the the one that gets me the most is the continuation oh my god shakira i can't Stop, stop the stop. I hate everybody. Ah, 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 <laughs> I remember. It's the continuation dreams. Like, what you guys have those? I have them all. Yes, all the I also time. have a lot of um, saving dreams. Like, I go and save people, like, all the time. Like, I don't know what that's about. Like, do you guys have those, too? Saving no, people? No. We're not Captain Save Host. I am Captain Save Host. She's on Captain Save In my dream, I am. Like, I've yeah. s- I, there's one that's still pretty vivid in my head. It was like we were like in a building or something and then we were hopping over this hole and you could see souls reaching out trying to grab you and i was like helping move oh my god like in the hercules movie i I don't know i've never watched it i guess (gasps) oh shit those things were like everywhere and they were like grabbing like if you got too close they were gonna grab you hercules like disney or hercules yeah and then you were like hey i don't watch disney well, Disney movies don't watch you, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> really, though. I don't want a Disney movie watching my ass. <laughs> Look, Disney said, oh, we watching everybody. Disney's like, we own, like... Oh. They own everybody. <laughs> they got, so, Star- yeah. they got Star Wars. I was like, it's over. It's over. I had a dream about Flatland. Have you ever had the Flatland dream? Where you're, like, on a plane? The land is flat as fuck. I've never That's why that. I get creep. I don't like flat areas. So, like, Texas always kind of gave me the creeps. That's why I like to live where there were trees are, where where there were trees are, where <laughs> trees were. So I felt kind of grounded. So okay. that's like here in like Nevada, we got mountains, so I feel okay. But whenever I get in a plane, I get really Texas creepy isn't from this. So bad as long as recurring. You're like, is that? 
it's not so bad if you're in the metroplex but go ahead right Sorry. even in the metroplex it's not so bad but it's yeah. like when you're in this flat it reminds me of this recurring dream where i would always have where i was amongst these people i don't know who these people were they were brown mm-hmm. they weren't like black people but they were brown people mm-hmm. and i was around them and the only light that we had was from the fire egypt <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We were just around a fire and there was music and it was festivities and I didn't feel scared or anything. I felt like I, I felt very at home around these people. Well, see, so that's and another one that I have a sh- lot. What? Like at the at home feeling when I dream yeah, about certain places. It was at home and they were speaking a language I couldn't understand what they were saying, but it didn't feel foreign. It's like I should have known what they were saying, mm. but me now, I didn't know. And I remember everything was kind of flat and then there's a party, like not party, but it's like there's one big fire and there's people cooking and people making art and people painting each other's faces and people mm-hmm. smoking cigars or whatever weird shit they were smoking. <laughs> and I felt at home. And then my cousin had a similar dream. But then she told me she had a dream where she was taking people to hell. <laughs> what she thought was hell. She said she was like a flat land and she was like taking people to like gates. And she's like see, holding think, holding their hand and she's like, okay, dropping people off. I'm like, okay, you go here. See, mine, you go there. I, mine's the opposite of hers. I feel like I was taking some people to like a higher oh, safe maybe place. You guys were like I, I feel like I was taking You guys were both CEOs, which you were like working in like the, the parole division. <laughs> and she was like the people like intake. I think that's what <laughs> then, Shut up. Go ahead, Brandy. I know you guys are like question. Mm-hmm. Again, how the fuck do we know we're not dreaming? You don't. All of these dreams we just discussed aside. Like, how do we know we're not? That was I mean, so here's the thing. So coming up, because it's the holidays and I have a little more time, sometimes, I guess it depends on how many how many pies I'm baking and cakes I'm baking, but um, I plan on rewatching The Matrix all of it at once i do because i have gained different understanding of my universe and the powers that be and i feel like there's a lot more in there than the first few times that i watched it like especially the second and third movie because i haven't really paid attention to it and i feel like i need to like revisit i it. felt that way when i watched inception more than once i want to say the third time oh I that's another inception. one i want to watch too i was like what the fuck the first <laughs> time i watched it it was just for the visuals and the second time, I was, like, really paying attention to the storyline. And the third mm-hmm. time, I was really taking it in. And pro- that probably be the closest to it, because I almost, as weird as this sounds, I almost feel like the amount of pain I feel mm-hmm. could let me know that maybe I'm not dreaming, because I do feel like there's some correlation when it's, like, someone's like, hey, shoot me to wake me up from this, or put me in this ice bath to shock me up, like something shopping, shocking, something painful mm-hmm. to get me out of this dream state or whatever. It kind of seems like to be a running theme in some TV shows and movies I've seen where people are dreaming and creating a reality someplace else, or even when they're jumping from different dimensions, I've seen a lot of people seemingly kill themselves in one place, but they reappear somewhere else because that's how they have to get there because they can't exist in both planes so it's like I gotta get rid of myself here and put myself here. And that's a that's like a weird thing, right? Because it's really weird. I and I have dreams where I'm falling and right before I like splat, whether it's like off of a cliff or a building mm-hmm. or whatever, because it's always a higher place, um, then I wake up. So like what if I'm telling somebody to push me off something to wake me up to be back in the 
I had a dream. I jumped off some shit, splatted, died, and went to my own damn funeral. See, it was so, crying. I was like, oh, my God. there's oh, my like God. obviously that there's like crying. dream translations and things like that. But when it's like super obvious that something else is like, for example, D's fucking uh, auntie fucking dream where she was on her That's shoulders and he had somebody on his shoulders and it was the same night kind of shit. Or like oh, over my chest, yeah. Or me, me and my mom. Oh, Lindy went dark again. God, that was so creepy. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> He's like Sorry. my chest, and then he disappears. He disappears. My chest. Or like what? my mom and I have had dreams that correlate. Or, or here's another thing, like because I get this often. Are the characters in my dreams signifying something? So, for example, my grandmother this a lot i i think i told you on one of the episodes or maybe i told you guys in person or something but on the first and 15th of every month for a while after she passed away i would dream about my grandmother which is like an important date to give like green tea to the like you know the butsudan temple the home Mm -hmm. temple thing they have or i would have a dream about her and whatever uncle who got sick and i would call my mom to call okinawa and my uncle one of them had a stroke the other one had some kind of heart attack situation and another one had passed away and then i remember this one clearly my grandmother and i were sitting at a table at a wedding reception and she was like yep he's getting married and it was one of my cousins my uh like the one that was right above me i think the male cousin and i called my mom i was like mom i had a dream that I went to a wedding with grandma, like, you should call Oki and see what's up. And sure enough, the day or two days before my cousin had gotten married and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, or my favorite one, this one was crazy. My old, one of my oldest uncles passed away already. And um, he used to work for a Pepsi company. So he used to drive the Pepsi truck around. Right. And of course, my dad's passed too. And so I had this dream that my uncle and my dad showed up in the Pepsi truck, come say what's up at my old house in Oki, like together, like they were hanging out in my dream. (laughs) But so is it, are we in the dream state and they're already awake because they like moved on to their forever Because they left? Oh, shit. Why do they keep calling it our eternal house? Like, you know what I'm saying? Eternal home? Is that yeah. so like when people get reincarnated? I mean, I say that because I believe in it. Obviously, not everybody believes in that. Like, if you are being reincarnated, is that are part you of just a, dreaming? Are you what, and then what? when you actually die, you woke up and then when you reincarnated, like, you're back like in the state. That's a rough one because I don't believe in it at all. But mm-hmm. you know, it's in I the Bible, though. I want to believe. Well, here's the thing, too I don't believe everything I read in anything, to be fair. Um, but I don't believe in it. That's that. Um, but I definitely have a preference if I'm going to be reincarnated, but I don't think it works that way. No, I don't think that it does. Like it works that I way. And how, how, what decides what you end up going into next? Cause you'll hear some people say, oh, oh I want to be reincarnated into a kangaroo or a butterfly. Well, like, so, what if it's like how the Hindu people say and like, I can come back as a fucking mosquito or some shit. Depending yeah. on you. That's why people I don't want to come back as something not interesting. I'm more or along the lines of... I would like to of, come back in another person. I feel like it's people to people. I, I, I'm more along the lines of... Because I've read, you know, different weird theories, like the Hindu religion and all this other stuff. But, like... <clears throat> I'm more along the lines of people, like, souls come here to learn what they need to do to go to a higher illuminated state 
or higher understanding of the universe. And so if you don't clear your all your levels, like if you don't level up enough, you come back and you got to do this shit over again. And like, I'm going to have to get y'all to read this one book I, wrote, uh, I read a long time ago about children remembering um, their past shit. lives. Okay, oh, so here's the thing. Fucked me up. I tended not to always believe in shit like that because, first of all, children can be swayed easily to say things like they, and also they copycat a lot too. You know what I mean? There's that certain age where they like say whatever you say, no matter what it is that you say. So you have to, they're tape recorders. But um, I hope she don't mind. I'm not going to say the name, but I have a friend who um, is from another state and she was telling me the story about how she was looking through a family album with her mom and she was like hey what happened to this green van that y'all had and her mom was like what do you mean she was like I remember this green van what what did you guys do with it and her mom was like we got rid of this before you were born but she clearly in her mind remembers looking from above at that green van like the roof of that green van and like (laughs) To me, that's like a whole nother situation. And, and I've also, my mom has read, I need to find this video. Like, I really want to find it. They, there's a video of people like who interviewed children under the age of four because they're so young and asking them all kinds of crazy shit. And a lot of children, especially the two to four year range, tell these interviewers that they chose their yeah, parents I heard about that to come too. help them because they needed them. And I feel like that part got me because I was like, man, that, that's legit. Like, I'm like, let me pick my kid up right now. Like, you better have chosen. He's too old. <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's not. He's probably you forgotten. You better have chosen. I bet she's all shaking. You better have chosen. Like, oh, and, and, this you better know, not be a mistake. <laughs> I, used, I used to not think that was like a serious thing until I had my own little one. Who, That's so crazy too, because I would have expected you to believe children more than anything. Them being easily swayed. Well, no, I believe that they can see stuff and they're connected to other things. But I think it was harder for me to think that they could, like, come up with all these stories. I guess, or like, I told you my hearing. brother when he was younger used to always be like, I remember in 1917, like he used to say this shit all. But that's what time. I mean, and I'm pretty sure it's probably accurate. When Heather started saying, like, you know, I when I was in Oki, Okinawa, I used to go to the beach and we used to make this, and and she was like, we used to dance like this, like the Kachashi dance. I was like, what the fuck, like. It's not something we do here, you know what I mean? Or like just missing people she's never seen. Like we told, we we talked about last week. Or, you know, things like that. And just, I I think that there's a possibility that maybe there's a a dream state and an awake state that we're unaware of. And maybe the awake people, maybe this whole woke thing is like not like just another dimension, but traveling through this dimension differently. You know what I mean? Because I feel or like if some you people get do. like super deep and stupid for no reason. <laughs> maybe you traveling to different dimensions is just unlocking your mind to different levels of knowledge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's not your dimension. And that's so not and, and not actually like a different plane. Not a, yeah, you're just going to a mm-hmm. different plane of your mind. Because I still believe we don't have all this shit unlocked and that's no, why you don't. we can't understand we we use less than 10% you see it, you're like oh mm-hmm. 
what's going on? That's why I don't like using my phone. So everybody's uh, it keeps me bent. That, that yeah, button down is Randy's phone. Right, um, sorry. But I love watching um, Ancient Aliens. I love the History Channel. I like the oh, military. no, don't watch Ancient Aliens. That's I love it because it's so funny. First of all, it's hilarious. <laughs> so there's that. None of but that like shit it. is right. I like it. Well, like we said before, when you're on a religious <laughs> episode, to be fair, the way I can really look at anything, whose shit is right? What you're writing <sighs> is what you're experiencing. What you're right is, is what you've experienced. That's true. I agree with that. That's it's right. Just, I think it's just, they, but that, I that think I have a problem with that show because they out. keep contradicting themselves on different episodes. That's why the memes are good. Haven't you seen those memes? <laughs> The aliens, <laughs> so good. I like the aliens, and then there'd be yes, like the lizard the people. Aliens. I'm like, wait, which one is it? <laughs> which one is it? It's it's all of them and none of them at the same all time. All of all of them, but all like, of them and none of them at the same time. But so, do you think you guys like this is a dream state? Because if it is, man, this is a lot if of this work. This is a dream state. <laughs> on this, because I could I do better than this shit. So I would be mad if I woke up five years old. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> All of that shit. But, but not like, that. remember, was it Megan the Band? Ah, no, not that. Mystique, wasn't it Mystique? Okay, so, what was that her name? Mystique, like that. But so here's the thing: the other night I was so tired, I fell asleep for just 15 minutes, but I had a whole dream, right? Yeah. So that's a possibility. Like this could be a whole ass dream that we're dreaming, or what if? What if this, none of this, this conversation we're having is even real? What if one of us is in a coma? <laughs> that would be so that fucking up? bad. <laughs> like, bitch, what? What? Shit, I'm at 10%. We gotta wrap up Oh, yeah. Soon. So, I guess um, to to end that whole dream thing, I think it's a possibility. I, I think that we go in and out of different dimensions, though, and our soul knows what it's doing. And I think that's what hauntings are. I think a lot of times hauntings are us hitting other planes and you make contact oh, with like other the others? realities. That movie, yes. The Others? Yeah. That shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like maybe, like, I don't know, like, whenever I wake up from those what the fuck dreams, I'm just like, I was, it feels like you were there, like, for yeah. real. And at some points with me, I can have a hard time differentiating between reality and what I just had a dream about a few nights ago. Like, mm. did I really do that or was that a dream? Oh, no. That's intense. Oh, Brandy disappeared. I don't know what she happened. She bounced. <laughs> she was like, I'm tired. No, she probably right. had some issue or her phone was dying or something. Too. Yeah, mine oh, is at like 10%. Okay, so, so like, we're going to give it a minute and hopefully Brandy will come back so we can say our goodbyes. But um, hopefully we're not in some captive, like, slime filled egg like we we saw in the matrix because that would suck i don't want to wake up and be bald and hairless and like no offense to bald people i mean like in the movie where everybody was like clean shaven right and all those things attached to their bodies to take electricity from us to like operate ais and shit that should be our next topic when we talk about this because that was one of the questions. oh yeah Oh hell no, that's too much. I can't. Maybe too I should go. My phone much. is my phone is on airplane mode. Maybe I should take it off so Brandy can get to me. So Brandy can get in contact. I don't know what's happening. Sorry guys, Brandy disappeared. I hope her she's okay. Cause then like her whole body disappeared out of the fucking visual. I don't know. She woke up. 
I don't know why. She woke. She woke no, up. No, she went to a whole nother dimension. <laughs> she left. She's like, fuck. They figured me out. These oh, fuckers no. figured me out. These fuckers I got a bail. 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 I'm going to text her. Abort like, mission. Abort okay? mission. Look at that. No. No. Well, if she doesn't, what percentage are you on, D? Uh, maybe like eight ish. Oh, see. no. I am at midnight. Oh, I no. can't see it. It won't show me. Well, we're While gonna, I'm connected. I guess we're going to wrap it up. Um, next wrap week. It. Next week. I can't remember what we're talking about next week, but I know sometime during this month, since it is November and Thanksgiving is coming up, uh, we're definitely going to hit on the subject of the history around Thanksgiving and how fucked up it is for the indigenous people and other brown people around the world uh, yes. <laughs> and um colonizers might be upset so get ready get ready and I, get oh ready. i know i know i think we're doing like food too like healthy food not so healthy stuff what the fuck we should eat and not eat and we need some vegan recipes for you for thanksgiving oh yeah i have tons i just made these yes. uh vegan almost vegan i'm saying 95 percent vegan swedish meatballs i say almost because the, the thing the sauce had a little bit of cream in it but the meats uh, are, are vegan, and it was delicious. If you can get your in-laws to eat them, pretty sure they're pretty good. Like Nice. Good stuff. Um, so, as usual, if you are listening for the first time to our podcast, please hit that subscription button so you can check us out every week. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and hit that notification bell so they let you know when we have a new episode out. A new episode comes out every Thursday at noon Central Time. Um, I think that's it. I don't think Brandy's coming back. So, D, I don't think she's coming back. This is you and me. Sorry, guys. And we're out. See ya. Deuces.